Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Every episode is a separate, complete adventure, so you can listen to episodes in any order. Today, we are joined by Jade. Hello, I am Jade. I am a level three tiefling paladin, although if you are not using copyright words, you can call me a devilkin. I have red skin, black hair, and equally dark no sclera eyes so like if you guys have seen those horror movies where the people have no white parts to their eyes i learned that that is called a sclera for jade because she don't have any i also have on sticking out from my forehead and i speak in an accent because i am from a land far far away wing uh hello uh my name is wing i am a level three corvidian uh, ranger and i have my a good friend and eggmate Nugget with me. I am feeling slightly <laughs> uh, under the weather. Uh, I don't know what it is. Some Something happened. Now I don't feel so good. And also I am, how they say, uh, bird naked. Because oh. all my wings have, uh, all my feathers have fallen out. So I am, uh, besides my regular hoodie that I wear, I also have now a, a large sombrero on my head. And I am wrapped in a towel because I usually do not have to wear pants. So this will suffice for now. And Willie. Hello, it's me, Willie. <laughs> Level 3 Hexblade Warlock. And I died. But I came back to life, and now I'm just a regular chap. I stand roughly six and a half feet tall, with a very gaunt build. I have... Slight fin, uh, gills along my neck. My eyes are covered by my curly brown hair, and I dress like a Victorian ghost. Excellent. Normally, everyone starts in the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild Hall, but today, Jade, or Jade, Wing, and Willie have decided to <laughs> explore the city in this lovely day. And you've all decided to venture out of the guild hall for brunch at a posh patisserie named Jetem in the gentrifying and trendy neighborhood called the Clothing District. As you uh, converse and sip drinks, you sit in this beautiful cafe with iron tables. Um, there's... Uh, People of all races and, and sizes are sitting outside in the in the nice spring air, drinking coffee and enjoying uh, the beautiful day, having pastries. And you see, uh, the street has become almost completely gentrified. The buildings have been um, redone. You know, there's a there's a a bunch of different trendy shops and sort of hipsters hanging around. There's a guy playing like the bongo drums over on the other side of the street, and you see, um, you have you have a, a waiter who keeps coming in and helping you out. But you also see across the street a bit of a scene going on. You see a, um, a sort of a big burly man yelling at a a slight woman in uh, robes who appears to be a bit of a, appears to be a mage of some sort. Uh at what stage of the meal are we at? Ooh, yeah. So you guys have your coffee and your pastries, and you are sitting and eating. It is um, 
so this this place gives um you know you have some like clotted cream and some other you know it's it's got a french name but it does the english tea thing as well um so you've got that and a different the three tiers of different pastries and stuff to enjoy and your pot of tea so you're you're sitting and you're enjoying i love this can i roll an insight check uh as i like motion my head towards that um trying to get if she's like in any danger and then i'll say to my compatriots what a jerk all right go ahead and roll an insight check for me uh it's gonna be a 15 a 15 so you get that there is something going on over there um so as you look more over across the street you you notice the building is old and it's not gentrified at all. And it even looks older than the buildings that have been rehabbed. And, and it's falling apart. It's actually partially demolished. As you continue to look at the two people exchanging words, you don't get the sense that she is in any imminent danger. I mean, this is a, a very open street area. This is a busy area. Um, you know, it's a it's a weekend day. So there are people, you know, going on errands, things like that. This seems to be sort of, um, this man is, is angry at her and he's sort of, he's like counting off things on his fingers and like, like yelling at her, but there's no physical, um, violence happening at all. And she's kind of like got her head hung. It looks, you get the sense that she's getting chewed out. Okay. Um, I don't see the need to bring that up yet. I'll just, you know, kind of mention like that guy's being a jerk. Yes, it makes it quite hard to enjoy my my pastries. Does anybody else's also not have any taste to them? <laughs> Let me try yours and I will tell you. I try his. Uh, you try the pastry and it oh, wait, is... Oh, wait, wait. Do I have permission to try your food? I don't just yoink it off your plate. I'm sorry. <laughs> like maybe you can do. I, <laughs> can I try yours and I will tell you? Yeah, you try a bit of mine. I cut a small piece off of my cream cheese danish, and I pass it to you. Okay, thank you. You were a little bit forceful first, but uh, sure, you can have uh, have a taste. Uh, we can exchange flavors. Okay. All right. Uh, so, so with with consent now, can I try? Yes. And so you he gave you um, a bit of a, it's a seed cake. Um, you know, he is a bird man after all, right? So he's eating a seed cake. And it's got like a bit of a um, a lemon flavor in there as well. This is great. Okay, so you you enjoy this. I mean, the, the seeds are small; they get a little in your teeth. That's annoying, but you're it's so good. You're willing to put up with that. You don't care. Oh, lemon poppy seed is so good, isn't oh, it? Man. Yeah. Yeah. And with like a yeah. And so um, as you guys are are sampling, um, the the your waiter comes over and uh, he says. Hey guys, um, so um, as you remember, my name's Wendell. I just wanted to make sure that everything in your dining experience today is happening okay. Remember, these are vegan, uh, grass-fed um, butter that goes into this here. Um, yes, I know that's not a real thing. <laughs> that is like a triple negative, uh, like oxymoron. Vegan grass-fed butter, yeah. <laughs> it could happen. I thought of how. Do you guys know how? How? All right, go for it. Because veganism is for animals. If it's not an animal, if it's a cow person, and they are grass-fed, and they consent to be milked, you can make butter from them. And that's why I laughed so hard. Vegan, okay. grass-fed, cow person milk. And, <laughs> wow. um, 
You got there. Totally quick. consensual <laughs> milk. This is, yeah, the brand name is Consent Milk. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, Consent it's butter. so good. Um, you know, it's Definitely just, watch for that in a future adventure. Consent <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's like, can I get you guys anything else? Um, you know, while you're here, do you need a refill on tea? Are you okay? <laughs> Uh, could I please just get more of this delicious consent butter? And then he does a turn to camera and holds up a piece of butter. <laughs> oh, I had to do yes. it. The consent and then butter everyone is... in the audience is like, why are they sponsoring this episode? God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love this. Um, so, he, okay. so he says... I'll be right back, sir, with your consent butter. Vegan, cruelty-free butter. <laughs> and he leaves. He he kind of, as, you, as he leaves, you see him, like, kind of give a look across the street and kind of roll his eyes again and just and just kind of, ugh, them again. And just he walks away to, to go retrieve your, your butter. Uh, so as Willie is just, because, like, he is kind of, but when he was born, before he died, he was like a sea snake little guy. Uh, so he can kind of unhinge his jaw a little bit. So he's just eating whole cream puffs and sticking them way too far down his neck because he doesn't know how to eat. He just picked this up a few weeks ago. Do you guys have any plans today? I think there might be an adventure in the clothing district afoot. So as Wing is looking at uh, Willie, uh, Willie is, of course, looks older than Wing. So Wing will definitely coffee his, his eating habit because that's apparently how the adults do it. So I will also <laughs> still not tasting anything. Is Nugget eating as well? Oh, yes. Nugget is, is now uh, it's a little bit bigger. Uh, he's now size of a small, small dog instead of cat, maybe. So, uh, yeah, he also has a very big mouth that opens all the way wide and that is like take a plate and just empty it into his mouth. And it's <laughs> he consumes a lot of food for his size. Yes. Don't don't stick your hand in there anymore. I think he can now munch hard. Uh, so what is this this adventure in this clothing district you're talking about? Well, I noticed the waiter roll his eyes. At that one building that's not gentrified, where someone's being yelled at. And I'm getting the knack for this. I think there might be something afoot. What is gentrified? Oh, they take these old buildings and they improve them. Look how nice this cafe is. The fresh brickwork and gardening that decorates this place versus that building over there where clearly that holdout is refusing to sell. Ah, they make it more boring. Yes, I understand. <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> uh, I don't think, I don't know if Willie would really know about it too much. So, um, but uh, there must be some reason as to why. Maybe we stick our nose in other people's business and almost definitely destroy something in the process. After brunch, of course. Of course. I keep eating. Uh, there's clotted cream. I'm happy. <laughs> oh, and as you do that, Willie comes back and he, or I'm sorry, not Willie. Um, it was Wendell, the waiter, comes back. You got me all confused. It's, so, it's like too many W names. I did that by mistake. <laughs> um, 
Wendell comes back and he's like, okay, sir, I've got your consent butter here. Um, it's warm to the room temperature, which is what the cows prefer. Cow people, excuse me. And he sets it down in front of me. He's like, yeah, so I'm like, sorry about those people. I know they're probably bothering you, but they have been trying to rehab that building for like three years and like nobody can do it. So I'm sorry. And if you need me to go talk to them, I totally will. Because consent should be enjoyed in like a really nice environment if you're just if like you shouldn't just eat this like you don't eat this you enjoy this so if you're not enjoying it like i i don't even think legally i can give it to you <laughs> oh don't worry i always enjoy consent butter um but no i think i think we'll actually uh talk to them uh what uh what's like the deal uh, who are those two people why can't they rehab it? So, like, I don't really know who they are, but, like, I know that building has gone through, like, um, I think in the last three years, there have been nine different owners. They've all tried to rehab the place. And they've all started, and then they've all stopped and left, sold it off to somebody else for even less money. And it's like, we're trying to run a business here. I mean... How are supposed people supposed to enjoy our cruelty-free vegan butter with, like, this going on across the street, okay? Like, this is a travesty. Uh, well, uh, perhaps if we could, uh, figure out why the building can't be rehabbed, maybe a little, uh, reward for solving your problem for you could, uh, potentially exist. Could I speak to your manager, but, like, in the good way? I yes, mean, maybe we can negotiate a monthly stipend of consent I mean, like, listen, um, the manager's not here today because it's Sunday, you know, and they have, like, days off and stuff. But, like, I know the consent vendor, and if you can um, get it so that, that, like, we're not having, like, travesty, literal travesties across the street totally ruining people's enjoyment of their cruelty-free vegan butter, then, like, I mean, I mean, I can hook you up. I need a butter pun here. I was thinking, oh, that sounds delight butterful, but I can't get one. You guys help me out. Like, I can't believe it's not cruelty. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It's like the rival brand that's horrible. (laughs) Or good, I guess. It just sounds weird. These tequilas are strong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh listeners, my if you don't have a tequila, you should get one. Join us. <laughs> listeners, if you don't know, it's, it's 10 brunch. o'clock in the morning. Join us in the drinking. <laughs> Why not? Have a tequila sunrise. Um, so no butter the, puns. But... Oh, no, I got I mean, you've buttered me up enough, my friend. I'm very amenable. Yeah. We fit the quota <laughs> of uh, butter puns. <laughs> You've, we've fallen down a pun hole. Yeah. We, need to, we need to dig our way out. Okay. Perhaps right. by uh, dealing with this definitely haunted house. Right, guys? I'm getting a real haunted vibe. Is that because you are a ghost? I'm a little prone to, like, assuming things are because something has died. Yes. We should distract Wing from whatever is going on with him. And we should investigate your ghost. I also, as a town guard, love to stick my nose into places that do not belong. Let's go. I technically have no nose, but I do have a, a, 
a bird, bird nose, so I will also stick it somewhere, yes. <laughs> Check, please, my dear friend. Okay, um, how are you going to be paying today? And he, like, just, like, pushes across the thing. You are, you are surprised at how much cruelty-free vegan butter costs, but it was worth it. <laughs> so we need this hookup. <laughs> we do. Like Discounts. you are now addicted to cruelty-free vegan butter, <laughs> and you have a habit that you have to control. I'll write that down on my character sheet. Cool. Uh, how much? Uh, how much gold? It's going to be uh, twelve gold, which is a lot. <clears throat> what? <clears throat> Jade, All right, well, Jade does not possess twelve gold. <laughs> Willie was Total. taught by Tanager to uh, always pick up the bill when you're out with friends. So, uh, Willie will foot it. As you guys are, are finishing your transaction, you see the mage uh, across the street sort of throw up her hands, and she crosses her arms, walks across the street briskly, and he gets in the to-go line, and is like, like, just, uh, like, you can see her huffing just at nothing, um, just, you know, very agitated, very upset. I would like to walk up to her with a nugget in my arm and I go, Hello, miss. You look like you are slightly agitated. Maybe perform a little dance, me and my nugget partner, and we will cheer you up. I don't know who you think you are, but I don't want to see you dance, okay? I'm here for my coffee. Oh, that sounds like a person who has never seen nugget dance before. Nugget, do the thing. <laughs> and nugget starts doing the thing. She is, like, looking at you like... Perhaps you have the plague. Oh, I mean, you might. <laughs> I know. Oh. oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah. That would be kind of weird. Oh, yes, I hey, am. you all see my dog dance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she probably thinks you're homeless. This Aww. weird na naked bird wrapped in a towel coming up to her. <laughs> hey, oh, hello. Oh, birds are really ugly naked. Oh, no. Excuse <laughs> me. Willie will lean over to Jade and go like, we need to get him to Dr. Crud. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see a lot of uh, feralist birds. Is this normal? Is as molting? I don't know. Well, okay. Yeah, while uh, Wing is being adorable and trying to cheer up a person like a good boy does, um, can I make like some sort of check to tell what's going on with his loss of plumage? And I did. I did tell you that his pastry tasted delicious. So it's weird that yeah. he couldn't taste it. So that maybe that's the help action. I don't know. I'm like, and it's weird he can't taste things. You know. So yeah, you want to make you want to see why he can't, why his feathers are gone. Yeah. Yeah, like why he? Because I just I just adventured with him like two weeks ago, or what? Whatever. Okay. Um, so I think you would want to make an insight check for that. Okay. And you know what? If you have animal handling i'm gonna let you i like add a little to I'll, I'll give you like a plus two to the roll if you have animal handling okay you know what i i love him so much i'm gonna actually use a new spell of mine okay called borrowed knowledge oh so this basically allows me to add proficiency to one thing i don't have proficiency in okay just for one check, I believe. I'll check the exact wording, but I really just need it for this one. So, yes, I do now have animal handling. All right. 
Let me total that up. Uh, I have a two. Proficiency is two, so that's four. Plus two is I'm rocking a plus, plus six. I, I would object to, to me being classified as something that falls on the end of my handling, but he gets three mm-hmm. points out of it, so I will stay my hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's a 14, so that's a dirty 20. As oh, Willie's wow. hair kind of like straightens a little bit, his like build fills out, and he channels one of the previous holders of the spirit inside of him, Wild Willie. All right, so as Wild oh, Willie... What's going on with this boy? We'll go on here. As Wild Willie comes front, it comes to the forefront of your your mind. There, you get that there is this is a, this is something that a sick bird would exhibit. This is not a a molting sort of normal bird thing. This is what happens when birds get incredibly stressed out when they are ill in some way. Something is wrong with this bird. Hmm. I'm a sick bird. Aside from the fact that he's wearing a towel. So, like, aside from that, something is physically ill inside of him. Could I tell maybe an additional check what it could be? If you... So, because of his specific ailment, I'll go ahead and if you can make a an arcana check. Cool. Oh, bummer. Only a nine. So, no, you're not sure what it is, but there is definitely something amiss and you're you can't tell if it is a physical ailment or some sort of a magical ailment something is wrong with this bird he is stressed in some way okay so then i would look to jane and go that bird's sick (laughs) sick bird do i notice the personality change i mean yeah it's semi-obvious you also saw him last time when he became whirlpool willie the pirate voice yeah yeah, you've done a few different, uh, okay. All right. I mean, heck, I'm like a demon thing, so I'm not going to judge. I've decided dude doesn't judge people. So <laughs> just sends them to jail if they break the law uniformly. That's the only way to deal with her conflict of how she is an abomination, but she desires to continue to exist. So, all right. I feel like Paladin is super on brand for you. So I'm <laughs> I'm very happy that this is the character that you have. Jed. <laughs> <laughs> I am probably lawful in real life, yeah. Yeah, so she's like, I'm not going to judge you. You're not breaking the law, therefore you are good. Right? You have multiple personalities. That's fine. Um, Who doesn't? <laughs> spice life up. Okay, so that's what's going on inside her head. And then what she says out loud is, well, she's concerned about her friend Wing. So she says... Do we know a doctor, or is there someone we can take him to, or maybe we should talk to him about it in in confidentially, in confidence? Ask what's wrong. Might be magic, so maybe we get a wizard or something. Oh, maybe I can, uh, I have been learning new things recently, let me see if I can do anything about this. Because paladins can, right? Yeah. Ooh, that's smart. You could also drop five points of lay on hands to try to cure a disease. Ah, look at all these things I can do. Oh, wait, no, I mostly just took smite. (laughs) (laughs) Smite him, just in case. smite him. (laughs) Yeah, the only thing I can do is uh, cure wounds and lay on hands, because I am a smite paladin, so... (laughs) Okay. We're heading across the street. Willie pulls forward, because he's all interested in what's going on. And I, like, drop back with Wing, and I'm like, 
Hey, Wing, I noticed that you're uh, not looking so good, and you know your pastry tasted delicious to me. Oh, lemon puppy seed. So, would you like, I can give you maybe some hit points. I have been learning these really cool things. Can I give you a hand massage? Uh, I have never gotten a hand massage before, so I, I'd be up to try that. Sure. Question. Do you as a bird have hands? <laughs> yes. Just to be... Yes. In, in a way, yes. I've always figured the tips of the wings are sort of like digitized feathers, so you could like grasp with them or like hold them flat and like they would be wings. That, that right. is what you know, my... Like if it's wing arms... That's what my artwork is showing. So, yes, that is correct. <laughs> okay. Perfect. My blessed touch can heal wounds. As we walk across the street holding hands and I give him a little bit of hand massage, I use my pool of healing power that uh, with my pool, I can restore a total number of hit points equal to my paladin level times five. So I'm going to restore one at first and see if anything happens. Actually, you're unable to restore the hit point. You lay your hands on him and you do the the, the motions and the, the somatic components that are normal to that lay on hands ritual that you're used to and nothing happens. You don't feel any hit points leave from your pool. You, you, you're not able to heal him. Okay. And then it says you can cure multiple diseases and neutralize multiple poisons with a single use of lay on hands if I expend five hit points. So I then try to do that. It says expend five if you would like to cure the target of one disease or neutralize one poison affecting it. So I try that and I assume that doesn't work either. You heal him, and Wing, you notice that you are less itchy in your behind area than you have been in the past, and you you feel that maybe the worm infection that you had had for the (laughs) infestation you've had for the longest time has finally cleared up. However, you still have no feathers. You still look really bad for a bird. You look like a naked dinosaur. (laughs) Arr. <laughs> I, I I have no comments about the the worm thing because I do think uh, Wing has not the best eating habits. So yeah, probably would have gotten worms at one point. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and maybe copied another like an actual bird its eating habits, and oh. it was just like, oh, he, I was on a bird diet for a while. <laughs> Didn't work out for me. He eats like a bird. Turns uh, out, gross. more person than bird. Hmm. How do you cool. wait? What foods do you eat to get worms? Does anybody like? Now I'm curious. Like, what? Um, what do you avoid? Raw meat. Raw meat. I think. Oh. Or pecking at the ground, maybe, and just yeah. picking up like parasites. You know, like actually trying to eat worms, and in the process, you eat like a clump of dirt yeah. with worms. Oh gosh, raw meat does it though. But like, ooh, okay, mm, no, grossed out. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, wait. Thank you, Miss uh, Jade, for a uh, hand massage. I think uh, something has gotten better, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I try. If you need anything, I'm here for you, my friend. Uh, maybe some pants at one point would be nice. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, I know someone who would love to take you shopping, but it's not Jade. <laughs> Um, wait. I mean, I am I am mostly covered. I have a long, long oh hoodie gosh, on. So naked. naked. Oh, ah. I, I use your feathers down there. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I have a son. He just moved away to college. I have all of his things in my house. Ugh. So I will bring you a pair of pants. Um. So I'm gonna get him a pair of pants. I'll be right back. <laughs> I live in Nickamoy. I'm just gonna pop by my house. My son has Sasha. You know, he's in college for Divinity. He has so many clothes and, my, and stuff. 
uh, at my house. I just I bring wings some clothes. Or do you want to come with? Actually, uh, we're in the clothing district. There's probably a pant shop within yeah. like ten ten feet of here. You, yeah, you see, should be yes. picking this out. Yeah, yeah. What Willie am I doing? is correct. There are um, clothing. This is so. There's um, all kinds of clothing stores around. There, you've got um, places where you can buy by the pound, used clothing, <laughs> vintage clothing. What do you want? I okay, should mention so- I have zero gold. I can I can I can I can tell you how good you look. Okay, so actually, uh, Wing grew up in kind of like a small knit group of people. So I will probably have had uh, hand me downs all my life, and I'm kind of charmed by that. So if you manage that, you have like clothes that you could pass me down. I'd be like, oh, that's so nice, just like my family always does. So I Wing Wing be way more interested than in that, and then buying new clothes. Oh yes, should. Do you be there to pick it out or should I pop off and get it and bring it back? Like for quest derailment purposes, you guys, fellow players and DM. I think you guys should go together and then Willie can do a little investigating, and, you know, and then that'll that'll split the time up evenly. Yeah, and let's the split the party. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Every yeah. time. Every time. <laughs> every single time I DM. What are you going to do, guys? We're going to split the party in the first scene. Okay. <laughs> Let's all die. Because we're cool. Yeah. All right. One group yeah, is thanks, putting man. on pants. The other group is dying. It's equal. <laughs> all right. So the the pants party of Jed and Wing take off to go find pantaloons for the naked yeah. bird man. And Willie... You approach the other side of the street and you see a burly construction working looking like guy with his arms folded, running his hands through his hair, and he's he's obviously agitated. I'm going to check to make sure that the mage is still at the coffee shop, and then I'll go briefly speak to the construction worker, please. Jetem's line this morning is quite long. Uh she is right in the middle of the breakfast coffee rush. And yeah, she's still in line waiting for her coffee. So um, you can head across the street to the, to talk to the construction worker and absolutely have, uh, she will still be there for several minutes at least. Heck yeah, dude. Then I'm going to go approach this construction worker and say, Oh, hello, my friend. My name is Willie. I noticed you. We're in quite a discussion with that woman. What's up, dude? <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Mac, listen, uh, yeah, she was working for me, and it, you know, it didn't work out. You know, it's one of those things, sorry if I interrupted your brunch or whatever, but uh, I'm trying to, trying to get this building torn down all the way here. I gotta, I gotta put in, uh, you know, a new, uh, new place here. Well, what was she working you on well so i gotta put a new moon dollars in here and like i'm not uh i'm having trouble getting rid of some pots uh the building that are already here you know uh tearing it down there's like this big rock that's got like a sword or whatever in it and i can't get it out i tried to move it with magic i tried to move it with dynamite i tried to move it all kinds of ways but i haven't been able to get it out and it's 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 slowing down production and listen like my boss is breathing down my neck you know how it is right you know what i'm talking about mac 
and, 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 and I got a bonus coming if I can get it done within the next 15 days, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. This magic lady, I don't know what she's doing. Being a Hexblade warlock, that spirit inside Willy just goes like, you need that sword. So I'm like, oh, a, a, a sword and a stone, you say? Ah, it's a rock. I don't know, whatever. Sword, stone, fine. Sounds kind of weird. I mean... I could try to get it out for you, like, no big deal. Hey, Mac, if you want to try that, that's fine with me, but, like, I my whole crew, we tried to pull it out, we used a crane, I don't know, you look pretty thin. Thank you. Do you need, like, a sandwich or something? Cause, like, no, I, got... I usually do not eat. Alright, well, that's freaking weird. I suppose. Nah, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I guess, you know, like, look, uh, if you want to try it out, you got to put this odd hat on. But, like, if you want to try it out, you can come in the site here and just give it a yank. But, like, I don't know. Come on in. Uh, That's fine. Whatever. I'll be right back. And I'm going to run across the street. Hey, to the hey, mage. don't take my hot hat. I need those. I got serial numbers and stuff. Uh, I'll be back for it. And I toss it to him. All right. Weirdo. Uh, so I'll approach the mage-looking person, and are my party members perhaps back from the trip to Jade's house? <laughs> uh, oh, let's let's do a meanwhile. So you guys uh, head to Jade's house, and she opens up the closet of her son, and you see a myriad of different colored pants in, in a row. Her son, being very anal retentive, keeps them in order of color, so Roy G. Biv, and you can pick them out as you see fit. Oh, and I definitely introduced you to my wife. Okay. Yeah, so, pants. Uh, he also has one kilt. Ooh. Oh, now you're speaking my language. I will definitely take uh, the kilt. Mm, that's pretty dope. Good for mobility, too. It's very breezy on the bits. Keeps <laughs> you breathable. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not used to having anything tied around my legs or other things, so... Yeah, kilt will be very good. I will. I, I, I'd like that. Okay, so this was a kilt that um, your son used for uh, cosplay every now and again. So it's like a like an old style great kilt that like with the piece that wraps around the shoulder, and uh, he, he used it a few times that he's really like kind of lost interest in it. But he kept it because kilts are expensive. So please make use of this. It was for his adventure to Nikimuikan Nikakan. 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 Kanakoi. Look forward to more of Nikakan in the upcoming episode of Fiery Kittens. Nikamoi Fantasy Scroll Convention. Nifska. Nifska. Nifskan. Oh, he does love scrolls. Yeah. Very well. Very good. Yes. Two years ago. He has not used it since. Please enjoy. Okay. I have to figure this out a little bit. Oh, don't worry. Uh, Nugget, you can help me dress, right? A, a short comic routine for five minutes of me and uh, me and my good friend Nugget trying to dress me in a piece of clothing I have never worn before follows. And then give, we can go downstairs to meet your wife. <laughs> give me a dexterity roll on that. And if you have anything that you think is relevant, then fine. But give me a dexterity roll. Uh, would acrobatics help with this? Um, you know what? Actually, yes. Yes, it would help with this because folding a kilt is like definitely acrobatic. All right. Here we go. Uh, that's an 18. 
you just met the requirements to correctly fold the kilt. And so you have a, a you know, it's not perfect. Uh, you know, your folds aren't totally even in the back of your pleats, but you look pretty good. You know, you could pull it off. If you had a cap and some bagpipes, you know, people might mistake you for a weird naked Highland bird. I looked up how to put on a kilt, and the top question is, do you lie down to put on a kilt? In fact, you do. So you make <laughs> you lay down nine yards of cloth, you make the pleats <laughs> on the side, you lay down, you throw the belt underneath it, and then you belt it around yourself. My goodness. Okay, so this took some time. <laughs> yeah, it takes like 25 minutes to put on a kilt. I don't think we are back yet when you're talking to this <laughs> wizard lady. But luckily... <laughs> You know, meanwhile, Willie is talking to is is approaching the mage from across the street, who is now in line at Jetem. Ah, hello, I'm Willie. I overheard your discussion with the man across the street. I heard something about a magic sword. I'll make it short and sweet. I want that sword. Yes, I'm sure you want the sword, but you cannot get it out of the stone. It is impossible, I say. It is true. Why? I've tried. I've tried several times. I've researched many books. I've looked. I've tried every spell that I know to remove this, but I'm unable to do so. Do you have any theories as to why it is so against it, or is it truly impossible? It seems as though the magic that is on, on this stone and this sword is different than the magic that I use today. I, I do not know. It, it seems as though it is another brand of magic entirely. Interesting. Incompatible well, if, with mine, you know. You see. And what kind of magic do you work with? Standard magic? I don't know. What do you mean? There's the magic of the age. It's the magic that we all use. Mm, interesting. interesting. The weave. Well, do you want to get a coffee and speak of magic? What is your name, my friend? I've got about 25 minutes to kill. <laughs> uh, my name is Cassandra. And if you buy coffee, I sit with you. That's fine. All right. Well, he's kind of feeling Cassandra. He's like, okay. So she's, um, yeah, to describe Cassandra, she's wearing, um, you know, sort of standard mage robes. Um, they're blue with sort of silver filigree along the the bottom and the sleeves she's um she's blonde she has uh blue eyes and a very angular features beautiful but also very sharp i guess is you know very angular feature cool he's gonna enjoy coffee with a beautiful woman all right. And wait for his friends to come back. All right. She she orders a large black espresso. A double. <laughs> uh, Willie will copy. Okay. Because he doesn't really know how to eat. And he's like stressing out a little bit because he is super bad at eating and drinking. <laughs> so he's like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. She sips her espresso. And meanwhile, enough time has passed that Wing and Jade are now back meandering into the area of Jetem, the patisserie. Plus what, one kilt. Plus one kilt. This one question. Uh, what was the name of your uh, your wife? You were going to introduce me. Oh, yeah. By the way, out of, not in character, but like, you met Alice. She's nice. Yes, he was nice. We've been married 25 years. 
Oh, that's so nice. I'm 52, by the way. Is that old for Devilkin? Uh, they age about the same as people. So, I mean, is that old? Is that old, listeners? Is that old? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's a bit old. <laughs> at, at that age, uh, Wing would be dead. So, probably thinks that's pretty old. <laughs> yeah, I always thought that was weird that birds don't live as long. Because, like, if you get an African gray, you have to put that in your will. So, it's kind of interesting that d is yeah. like, yeah, birds don't live this long. And I'm like, you've seen birds. <laughs> so. I mean, I, I think by and large, the, 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 the large, um, largest amount of birds don't live like 90 years. I think that's only a, a select few birds. <laughs> yeah, but but they made like crocodiles live shorter than people. And I was like, yes, seen crocodiles, like tortoises. I'm just saying. Reptile people might might make it a bit longer. Anyway, so Alice is... It's nice. She's lovely. She's a nice person. She's really nice to you because you are my coworker. Oh, like Well, was she nice to Nugget? That's the most important question. Definitely, everybody's nice to Nugget. Yeah. Okay, now I like her. How could you be mean to Nugget? I don't know. Some people are Drake phobic. <laughs> Drake racist. Definitely not Alice. I've been married to her for twenty-five years. She's a keeper. Cool, cool. Oh yeah, we're back. Yep, you're back. Now with a kilt. Yes. Uh, cool. You see Willie speaking with the mage Cassandra and having a, an espresso. He's trying to navigate the very small cup. Not quite sure what to do with it. Puts in too much sugar. At one point, tries to bite the cup. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting visuals. <laughs> yeah, sorry, for the listeners, I'm miming biting a cup. <laughs> And I, Willie did not like it. <laughs> Mr. Willie, look, I have new clothes. I do the, do the spinny twirl, which is not a good ah. idea to do with a kilt, dear listeners. Ah. <laughs> Cassandra, these are my dear friends. Wing, Nugget, and of course, Jade. My friends, this is Cassandra. She is a very proficient arcanist. Hello. And also... There's a sword-in-the-stone situation that I am deeply curious about. It sounds like a job for Chosen Willy. <laughs> oh, uh, you flatter me too much, Mr. Kilt. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wingkilt. Okay. What is the problem? Is the stone and the sword an issue? Apparently, it is central to the building structure and Impossible to move. Okay, so you have pre-made coat rack. I also thought, like, maybe work around the stone. <laughs> I said the same thing to the foreman over there, but he says that that is where the plan says that the the uh, uh, espresso machine must go, and um, <laughs> it's it's a moon dollar store uh, coffee shop, so you know that it, it's a great corporate. Everything has to be the same. Ah, yes, the massive chain Moon Dollar. Uh, I, uh, Thank you for getting the like, reference. I appreciate yeah. you getting the joke. The other two look They're at me like they're crazy. <laughs> oh, that took me yeah. wow, way too long. Okay, yeah. got it. That's wild that they're opening it up across the street from another coffee shop. Well, he said, I asked why, and they said that the nearest Moon Dollar is over two blocks away, <laughs> and that is too far. 
for some but customer to have to walk. I I take Willie and Wing aside and I say, but if they open their moon dollar right here, will they not put out the mom and pop? Them? Oh, yes, we should definitely sabotage this operation. Yes, mm. otherwise, where will we get our consent butter? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I do love my consent butter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have a secret plan. Yes, let's go. This week's episode sponsored by Consent Vegan Butter. Yeah, I'll, I'll bid adieu to Cassandra. Cassandra, it was so lovely to meet you. I'm a fire-breathing kitten. You can usually find me staring at a spider in the guild hall. If you would ever need anything that I could provide for you, we're going to go mess around with that sword for a while. Okay, good luck with you that because I said it is... Uh, I think it is impossible. Uh, cool. And with that, I'll uh, lead my friends over to the construction worker and introduce them, I guess. Get them some hard hats. Mac... Uh, the foreman, you know, he's, he's a he's a big dude. He's got you know rolled up shirt sleeves, but his arms are thick and with ropey muscle. He's got hairy arms as well. He's a human, uh, and he's he's standing around. He he has a crew. There's there's a lot of um, half orcs on the crew. They're all just like sitting around, sort of waiting, and you know they're on their you know magical powered machinery. You know, like the magic bulldozer and stuff, and they're they're all waiting, and it looks like they're just bored. And inside this construction site, you know, you see like there's the you know the the foundation is uh, or the the floor has been partially laid. You know, there's partial walls, and then in the midst of all of this, right where you would think in a in a moon uh, a moon dollar where you would see a, an espresso machine, there's this. Um, polished angular stone with a sword sticking out of it and the sword is uh, it it gleams with a whiteness on the blade the hilt is gold and has uh, looks like jewel filigree work inside of it this is a beautiful sword and you know around it is also like the various detritus of a construction area there's tile there's like drywall packages on pallets and stuff and uh, the foreman is like, yeah, so uh, as you can see here, we got like the sword and this rock. And, uh, you know, like I said, we tried to take it out with the crane. I couldn't do that. I tried to bulldoze over it. You see the dents over there in the blade. Yeah, I gotta, that's coming out of my bonus, you know. But uh, if you guys think you can move it, I mean, go for it. Okay. Uh, I have an idea. Being a Hexblade Warlock, I can touch a magic weapon, and if I basically attune myself to it in an hour, I can bring it into an extra-dimensional space that I can then summon it from. So I'm just going to try... I know she said it was weird magic, so it might not work, but I'm going to at least try holding onto this sword for an hour, and then try to, like, I make it my packed weapon, and then enter extra-dimensionally put it in my space. Okay. So you stand there. Um, what are you guys doing during the hour that he's standing there holding the hilt of the sword? Popping my head into rooms that aren't finished and being like, woo, studs, woo. <laughs> Wing, how about you? Uh, well, uh, I see that uh, uh, Mr. Willie has, has some sort of idea. So I just copy him. I also uh, stand next to the sword and touch it. 
<laughs> for an hour. <laughs> Maybe you're Hexblade too. You just might not know it yet. I don't know what the Hexblade is, so maybe. <laughs> Willie, you know, you're you're touching the sword. You don't when you t- when you touch it, you get a feeling that it has magic in it, but it it feels very different to you than than what you would normally feel like when you feel magic. Um it it would be kind of like if you lived in, you know, uh, Kansas and all you ever ate was like biscuits and gravy and then, and you know, other sort of plain American food. And then one day you got dropped into India and someone gave you some like really spicy Indian food. You're like, I know this is food, but it doesn't make sense in any of the ways that I understand food. Okay. Willie. Willie would then like to make an arcana check. Okay. And use his flashback ability. Okay. Very similar to borrowed knowledge. This allows me to add a d6 to pretty much any skill check by recalling past memories. Okay. Not of yours or of anyone's. Well, it's the whole thing about being oh, the, you get uh, the species I am you. yes, yes, is yes. you're like reborn. So uh, you have these past lives that you're connected to, and Willie's is because the spirit inside of him has had many vessels before, but then they all died. So then they're like, little spoiler for Willie, but uh, what if he can't die? Then he can do some what the spirit is destined to do. But uh, he invokes the spirit of Willie the Wizard. or Let's go with the Wilhelm the Wizard. Okay. Okay, so the arcana is a plus one. I'm adding a plus six to it. Heck yeah, dude. That's a 24. Wow. Okay, so as you claw back into the knowledge from Wilhelm the Wizard, you get flashes of an ancient age. From your perspective as Wilhelm the Wizard, you are surrounded by books in a library there's huge tomes and a large candelabra next to you and you're flipping pages through this ancient manuscript and you come across on this illuminated page uh, a description of the previous age of civilization within the continent that you guys live in and um, you you get the sense that so you're reading a history book of something that happened and there is a sketch in this area there's some sort of black, malevolent-looking force. Then there's uh, the sword, the stone, a small sketch below that of, of a temple area. And um, you can see that it is um, an artifact of some kind of a previous age. Interesting. Um, like, okay, so the main sketch is this malevolent figure, sword in the stone... And there's also a temple nearby to the stone. You have the malevolent force on the top of the page. You have the so mm-hmm. you're looking at a two page spread. On the left hand side page, it's text, and you know it, it it contains information about the history of this uh, age. And then you see the malevolent force coming down. On the right hand side, you see the sword in the stone there, and then below the sword in the stone, you see a sketch of a sort of temple. Uh, underground area okay can i read the text you are able to read the text what does it say 
So the the text alludes to a um obviously, you know, the it kind of describes what's going on in the the image that the great old one is awakening to destroy the second age. And you happen to know you know as a Wilhelm knows that currently are you're in the third age and it's been the third age for quite a long time now. So this is not something that's recently happened. And it, it underneath the sword, you see um, in, in the image, it says a true blade for a true hero. And it mentions that, that that blade will, will help to stop the great old one from ending the second age. Uh, I look to uh wing and go, how peculiar. It appears this is an artifact from an ancient age, used to fight some sort of malevolent force. I'm going to finish my experiment with it, but then I think there might be a temple nearby that perhaps might be connected to this sword in some way. Mr. Willy, are you okay? You, you sound kind of funny. Do you have worms that can make you feel real weird? He kind of shakes out of it because, you know, it's only a flash of a memory. And he goes, I'm feeling quite fine and very resistant against illness. <laughs> so, Jade, what are you doing while uh, he's having his sort of out-of-body experience? You still checking out the other rooms? After an hour, I would like to say that I would stand on post like the London guard, never moving. But realistically, I'm a town guard. I'd be like, wander. <laughs> I'd wander back. Okay. So you're you're back with them and you see him sort of come out of this trance that he was in for a few seconds to uh, checking the memories of his alter ego. And he comes out of it right while you uh, are watching him. And again, I've decided that since he is, by his actions, doing good deeds, it doesn't matter how weird he is. That's right. That's what laws are for. They tell you what's good and evil, not you know you're born evil. I'm a tiefling. I've got issues. I'm just I'm just kind of nodding off a little bit, like bored. It's been an hour. Yeah. Okay. Wing, you just watching? Uh, well, uh, I thought uh, Mr. Willie was going to do something and get the sword out of the stone. So I'm just like, okay, this is taking so long. Why don't we just, you know, pull the sword out? And I try to pull the sword out of the stone. <laughs> okay, go ahead and make a strength check for me. As you all know, I am very strong. Should he use athletics? If you would like to use athletics, yes, if you are proficient, you may. It would not cool, help man. me. It would not just help Just nat 20. That's all you got to do. That's a five. So you you pull and pull on the sword, and as you're pulling, you your grip slips and you f- fall backwards onto um, Nugget. Oh no, Nugget, are you okay? Um, go ahead and make a perception check for me, uh, Willie. Seventeen on the die plus two. <laughs> okay, so, nineteen. 19. So you notice. Um, Underneath the sword, there is, as you're sort of brushing some dust away from that area, you notice an inscription that that reads, um, you know, as you look at it, there's some of the letters are, are broken away, but as you read it, it, you your mind puts it together as a true blade for a true hero. So you do see that 
underneath. It's it's not all there, but you know that that fits the the letters and the amount that's still left. A true blade for a true hero. That was included in the book that I saw in my vision as well. Oh, really? You're back. You were quiet for like an hour. Yeah. What, oh. What's up? Oh, I, I was just chilling, holding a sword. You know, just willy stuff. Yes. Sometimes, <laughs> I mean, I've seen you sleep. You just stare at that spider for eight hours, standing, waiting. Yeah. I'm conscious the whole time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my friend. Of course. Ooh, yeah. Some existential dread right here. Yeah. <laughs> you never have nightmares. I never dream. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just hang out all day, looking at bugs and speaking to the voice inside my head. So you say that the sword is only for a true hero. So I think we can easily solve this. I place nuggets and the sword tender. Pull it out. I, I, <laughs> I saw that coming a mile away, my I friend. Go. go for it, Nugs. Uh, Nug- Nugget bites the sword and tries yanking it out of the sword, but he ends up just sort of shaking his body while his head stays stationary <laughs> on the sword. So it's like his, his whole butt and everything is just like swinging around, but he, he can't move it. Can't budge it. Oh, uh. you, you underestimate him. He, he now has a 16 strength. He might be one of the strongest in the party. Physically. Oh, well, you you can you can roll what? for it. Let's let's see a uh, let's see an athletics roll from him. All right, let's go. Come on, that's funny. Nuggets become the chosen hero. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, that's only a nine. Sadly, he's yeah, stronger so than he, me. He, he he's he's shaking it about. He's he's trying to like do that thing that dogs do, like when they get something where they shake it, like it's gonna break its neck. But instead, because it can't move. His whole body is just going back and forth wildly uh, as he's trying to shake that. It would have been amazing, but no. <laughs> um, um, so has the full hour passed? Yes, the full hour has passed. You do not feel connected to the sword at all. You, you, you get like I said. You get the sense that like the magic that you're doing or that you use is of a different flavor or type than the magic that this is is using. Uh yeah, the 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 spirit inside me where I get my magic from is like this sword sucks. We should get a different sword. <laughs> okay, calm down, King of All Creation. Like we'll we'll find a we'll get this sword. And it, Willie says that out loud apropos of nothing. Oh, Jade is Uh-oh. on sword number two of her fire breathing kitten adventures. So <laughs> she says to you. Oh, don't worry. I can help you buy a sword. They're quite common. It's only 15 gold. It's okay. You can have a sword. This one is oh, stuck uh, in a rock. I want this one, though. But a true <laughs> hero. You are a town guard. You're a mother. You're <laughs> you really a like lived the cops? a long life. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they were really pro-military in the second age. <laughs> I'm good. I have a sword. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Wing is holding up a, a dagger to Willy. Here you go, it's small sword, but it still works. <laughs> oh, thank you, Wing. And he like has other weapons on him, but we'll be using this dagger for the rest of the adventure. Alright. Nice. Um cool. Uh I think you can construct a wall here and you can do a cutout right here above the sword. Put the espresso machine in the cutout, it'll be hard to reach, but it'll be fine. Problem so- solved. 
Mac is standing there this like whole time, like tapping his foot, kind of like, what are these assholes doing? And he, when no, you say to put it over there, he's like, yeah, like, listen, lady, uh, I would love to do that. But, uh, you know, this is uh, Moondollar and like they're real particular about where stuff goes. So I, it's all corporate. Right. You know, I, you know how it is. I can't I can't I can't talk to him about it. They don't even listen. Well, then why did you buy this building? You notice there is a cafe across the street. I didn't buy the building. They bought the. I'm the contractor lady. You uh, know how this works here. Well, I don't own this thing. Jeez. It sounds like they will lose some of their infinity profits to this. Oh no! Listen, he's oh. trying to build, uh, you know, a uh, a spell jammer so he can go out into space and and stuff. You know. <laughs> oh no! Yes, I I, uh, heard, I heard the CEO of that recently launched his carriage into space. <laughs> Oh yeah, he like launched his carriage, but now he's building a spell jammer. He's trying to like sail to some other uh, universe. I, I, look, I just I work construction, lady. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> these rich guys they do this kind of stuff all the time. I don't know. All right. I feel the need to charge you extra. I'm not charging you, but I feel the need. <laughs> look, if you can get the sword out of the stone, I'll give you like forty percent of my bonus. All right. I'm now motivated. I'm going to walk over to the sword because you know what I don't want? That all the space stuff. Okay, so I'm like, (laughs) all right, I put both hands on this sword. I brace myself. I have been trained in athletics. All right. I roll. Now, uh, not super great, but I try and I pull on it with a 12 and, uh, probably do nothing <laughs> you you pull on it and you you know you're so you you get to the point where you're like feet braced on the rock pulling it up using your legs like lifting with your legs you remember that from you know i don't know college when you moved and you're trying to pull it out you're holding it by the cross piece trying to pull it pull it pull it you kind of like put your shoulder under it you're trying to push it out and so far no luck uh as that would be one thousand gold yeah, look, lady, uh, if you get the sword out, I'll give you, like, uh, I got 1,500 gold that I can give to the three of us, but uh, if you keep the sword there, I can't put the espresso machine in. Corporate's going to come down. They're going to replace me. I get no bonus. You get nothing. I have a solution. I look at the stone around the sword, and what is connected to the stone? How big is the stone, and how far does it go? Um, so the stone, um, is like, you see, there's like tiled floor around part of it and around the, the rest of it, uh, where, where there is no tiling, you see that the stone continues down and you're not sure you see it kind of go into the ground. I draw uh, my own sword and I swing at the stone. I would like to attack this unmoving, helpless creature, object, object, unmoving, helpless object. I'm going to searing smite. I can searing <laughs> smite once per day. Uh, it means I got real angry and my hellfire came out. Yeah, it did. Totally a lawful good paladin, I promise. I assume I hit, right? I can probably hit a stationary you, object. You hit a stationary object, yes. <laughs> Auto hit. Okay, when I cast this spell using a... So here's the cool thing about tiefling paladins, you guys. They get a second level spell slot at level three because of their racial bonus, which is not important later. Like at level 20, you don't care about an extra second level spell slot, but at level three, it's higher level magic than anything we could possibly do at this level. 
So, I searing smite it. The initial extra damage dealt by the attack increases by 1d6 for each spell slot above level 1. Ow. 1. Please make a... Your your weapon flares with... Okay, it's only if I hit a creature. Wait. I will no. allow it. Nothing happens. Oh, okay. I will allow that. I think that... No, I, I can see it happening. So, would you like to describe it or can I? You can describe it. I'll tell you a number. By the okay. Time. <laughs> so... You, Jade picks up her sword and she's like, I've got this. And you see her swing down. Like she kind of jumps into the air a little bit in a slow motion arc. You can just see her come down hard on this sword in a sort of superhero pose where she ends up on one knee looking absolutely badass. And as she, her sword makes contact with the with the stone there, you see a bright searing light come out. You are temporarily blinded for half a second. And as this happens, you see parts of the floor melt away and are shattered. Oh no, he's going to charge me a thousand gold. Oh no. <laughs> and you see part of it crack and, and go away. And then a, a bit of um, rock caves in and you see a small, uh, hole in the ground. Ooh. And that was seven slashing damage plus 11 fire damage as it bursts into flame. The, the, yes, the tiling and some of one of the pallets no. catches fire. <laughs> the the half orcs who are sitting there are like, oh, Osha's going to be so mad at this. <laughs> ah, and he like, he's like, who invented this? Does she have clearance to be here? And uh, so she's they're all putting it, putting out this stuff, and and as you you look down, you see this is a darkness below in this uh, collapsed area. Oh, sorry, I've never done this before. What happened? Oh no, I don't know what happened because I'm first time being a level three paladin. Uh, first time pyromaniac exploding sword smiting. The sword and the stone look great. It actually looks a little bit better than before because the fire burned off any old nastiness that was on the sword. So now it looks incredibly clean. Uh, there's a little bit of, of um, you know ash and soot on it. But other than that, it, it looks, it's looking good. I put out the fire with everyone else. Okay. The the fire is, is out and Max like, hey, uh, listen, uh you know, uh, I'm not going to take it out of the bonus if you can move it, but if you can't move it, you're going to have to retile this floor. Willie, while they're talking, is going to go to that hole and, like, light a torch and see how deep it goes. Willie pushes the torch down into this hole, and it appears that it's a hallway that leads um, east to west, which seems to go in towards the sword and away from the sword back out to the street. In the direction of Jotam. How big is the hole? Is it enough for like a person? Yeah, this is uh, so you can you can squeeze through and down onto a pile of rubble that uh, was the ceiling of this hole, and it was maybe it's maybe about eight feet down. Uh, so you're able to jump in, <laughs> and you've got a bit of a ceiling. Yeah, I mean, Willie's like over six feet, so it's only like a foot and a half drop. Mister Willie, before we go down. Do you also want to try the sword? I mean, we already loosened it for you, so it should be easy for you, right? <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I I tugged on it a little while I was holding on to it. It, it wasn't budging. Uh, All right, I, I'll give it one last tug to be just to be safe. Uh, your hand slips off, and you 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 you've got like soot and ash all mm. over your hand. 
And I've dirtied my palms. Sorry, sorry. I, I don't know where that came from. I had a really spicy burrito last night. Oof, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, look, we all eat spicy burritos sometimes, so I understand, lady. You know, I had one the other day. The uh, the Porta Privy has never looked the same, okay? You know? Hey, we all love a spicy burrito. I'm going in this hole. Yes, mm. I'm just embarrassed to want out of here. Okay, I need. I just need to stop for a sec and and say Porta Privy. I came up right then. What came up with right then, and I felt like that was really nice. I liked that yeah. one a lot. So I'm gonna solid. Put solid. that in the column. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Proper punning. Proper pun. Also, Proper Moon Dollars, very good. <laughs> it took me a long day. I was like, what can I do? What can I do to make it obvious? I th- I think it was a, a solid. 10 minutes since you first mentioned it before I got it. <laughs> yeah. The first time I was like, what? Moon um, dollars. But yeah. Hole, hole, hole. All right. Yeah. So as you slide down into the hole, you're you're standing on some, some rubble, but it looks like it was at one point cut stone. It is very dusty down here. Cobwebs, spider webs. Um, and you see the hallway extends in either direction. One going towards the sword has a stairway going down and going away from the sword like i said it seems to go across or underneath the street you're not really sure exactly where it goes but in the direction of jetem cool i'll wait for everyone to get down and then you know look for them like what are we doing i join oh yes we will all go down Okay. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, you guys. I've never erupted anything into flames before. Oh my goodness, I don't know what that was. Uh, yeah. Sister Jade, if you hadn't have done that, we would have never discovered this catacomb. Fair point. Yeah. But uh, please, if you are going to do fire stuff, uh, please warn beforehand. I, I don't really have good experience with fire. No, uh, it's no good for me. Is that what happened to your feathers? Uh, n- not this time, no. Oh. Okay, I will try to not exhibit any completely unexpected powers ever again. I have complete control over this. Oh wait, no. I will try. I feel like I feel like a responsible thing is to test out your powers every time you level up as a person. That's what I do. How do you do. know when you level up as a person? I mean, do you not feel it? I, well, I just found out I leveled up, didn't I? <laughs> I'm a level two human. I I felt it. <laughs> I had this weird pop pop up one morning that says congratulations, you're now level two. I don't know what it was. Is it just oh, me? Oh man. <laughs> the dark spirit in my head reveals arcane secrets don't about how to, to control pa- <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Stay so level we have to one li- in that. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is always listen to the dark voices in your head when they reveal secrets to you? Okay. He's taught me so much. How to kill, how to curse. How to summon blades out of the ether? Ooh, let's hear a curse. Or do you mean, like, not swearing? I thought you had some really creative ones. Oh, no, I, I can run one off. He was raised by hags. All right, so, let's like, hear a Victorian Willie curse. definitely knows hexes and curses. All right. I banish happiness from your life. May never again you feel the warmth of the sun or the love of another. Live forever in poverty and woe. Dang. I'm scared now. <laughs> the tunnel before you leads down in a spiral staircase, and which way are you going? Uh, down down the spiral staircase? Maybe let's go floor by floor, because there's a tunnel that goes out from where we're standing, and then another one that goes down deeper. Yes. 
Correct. Uh, cool. Yeah, let's just walk into this and then make sure we're not going to get pincered because we need to make sure our escape is safe. I don't want to be trapped underground in case there's monsters here. A true hero's test is often something dangerous. <laughs> that is fair. I would not like to run back and then something on this level would prevent me from running back. Good point. So we do clear the floor before we head down. Yeah. You walk away from the staircase and down the hallway. You come at the end to a, an old stone door. Oh, I sniff the door. I have divine sense. Okay. I can detect things that are undead and things that are divine just by sniffing. It's an action. So um, if there's undead things behind the door, maybe it'll smell a bit like farts in that room. And then we'll be prepared a bit. I don't know. All right. Let's hear it. Well, that's just it. It's just an action. Oh, okay. Uh, Do you need to? Nope. Okay. You do not. Smell any undead farts on the other room. However, there is an aroma on the other side that you do seem to like. Oh, it says I can detect celestial fiend or undead. But this is probably not a fiend or an undead because they don't smell so good. So I'll be like, hmm, maybe this is a bakery. Let's head in. <laughs> it gives you, you have like the smell is nutty and yeah, it's a, it's a nutty smell and full it smells like pine nuts. Let's go. <laughs> oh, Yoshi like those. The door opens inward uh, towards you guys, and you can see various scrape marks that that are uh, you know filled with dust. Uh, but as you grab the ring that holds the door closed, you pull it slowly open. It takes a while for you to for you to fully open the door, but you see behind the door is is almost barred but it looks like it's going the opposite direction and as you look at it you can see stacks upon stacks of consent brand cheese butter milk and other dairy products on a shelf and as you are peering through this stack you see what looks like the beanie of your hipster waiter walk by on the other side of the shelf you guys, it is Wendell. Do you see? I point him out to you guys. So you see the beanie kind of do like a turn. You know, it, your vision is very obscured with stacks of this butter and, and, and different milks and things like that. And you, know, you, somebody back there, like, you guys know we're supposed to keep that door closed. Hello, Mr. Wendell. This is the spirit of the consent butter. You are doing a good service. Spread the word about the good consent butter. And also give a discount to members of Fire Briefing Kittens. <laughs> Maybe like 80% because it's quite expensive. <laughs> My God, is that you, Jeremy? Jeremy, come on. This is not funny, okay? You did it last week. I'm so tired of it. Just It's time for your shift. Wash the dishes, okay? No, this is not Jeremy. This is the, the yeah. All right, shut up, concept. Jeremy. And you just see him walk <laughs> away and go upstairs. And he's like, "Oh, so I'm gonna go talk to the manager when he comes back." Oh, <laughs> oh no! Now I feel bad for Jeremy. He's gonna get a talk with the manager. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, poor Jeremy! Quick, close the door before we get yelled at. <laughs> okay. 
Clunk. You're able to close the door. Uh, you could pocket any of that butter if you wanted to, but it's 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 up to you. No, uh, you get in yeah. trouble. <laughs> Not while Jade's around. Yeah, I would never do it while Jade's around, no. I hang out with a guard. I'm, I'm not. I'm not good at stealing. I have butterfingers. Uh, 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 <laughs> there's the pun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's rush down the hall and go into the spooky spiral staircase. All right. Heading down the spiral staircase, you uh, feel a cold draft as you walk down the stairs. It is dark. If do you have a torch with you? It is. It is lit, but it is otherwise pretty much unlit. Uh, as you continue on down the stairs, you see in front of you what looks like a shimmering pool of liquid in the stairs. It looks like a rippling, undulating liquid. And as you, if you, if you touch it, it is cool to the touch. Hmm. I will definitely touch it. But it doesn't feel wet. It doesn't, your hand comes back dry. Oh, I would have definitely touched it. It's like, oh, this is, it's water, but not water. The water is not wet today. You can, Hmm. through it, you can see like an outline of the stairs continuing, but they're wavy and weird. Hmm. Hmm. This seems portally. Hmm. I sniff it. <laughs> smells portally. Oh. Hmm. Would you would you like to send nugget? <laughs> what are you talking about, Jade? What are you applying? And Willie steps into the portal. Willie, as you step through, you can feel like your hair stands on end. And as as your head emerges from the bottom, as you kind of slowly staircase down into it, you feel a pressure differential. uh, So like your ears pop. It's much, much cooler down here. You get like cave feeling uh, versus just like a few feet under the ground. You feel like deep cave and and uh it's it, yeah your hair is standing on edge and there's just just it's just cool in here very cool and there is a a subtle light coming from the bottom of the staircase now that you can see cool i'll keep walking assuming my friends are behind me willie can you hear me do i hear anything she sounds like very very far away you know, almost like she's she's like talking down like a long tube. You can like, and it's echoey, and there's sort of like a tinkling sound that accompanies it, like a like little bells or something. Yeah, I'll pop my head up, see if I go back. Uh, you go back. There is another pressure differential. You feel that your ears pop, your hair stands on end. You have like a little frost kind of growing on you at this point. But it melts right away. Come on, guys. The water's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and with that, uh, let us bring to a close the first part of our f- episode of the Fire Breathing Kittens. Today with us, we had Jade. I'm now sinks, so I'm a little concerned. Willie. I'm perfectly normal. <laughs> and wing and nugget. 
Aye, laddie, I do believe we are now officially Scotsmans. We have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My apologies to our Scottish listeners. Oh, we're going to have skirmish like in a week, too. That's great. Look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> but with no apologies, Willie would love to ask you for reviews on iTunes or whatever your preferred podcasting application. Please, reviews are how we get by, and it helps us know that there are people out there who love us. So please, if you have the time, leave a review. Five stars only. (laughs) Goodbye! We hope that you're enjoying this episode of the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes.com. If you leave us a review, we'll read it on air. It's fun listening to the words of your review get read by the characters you know and love. So go to iTunes.com and leave us a review today. Can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast? Please share it with them. Is their birthday coming up? A special anniversary? Would you like us to wish them a happy day on your behalf? You can arrange for us to read your shout-out on air at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com through our partnership with the website Buy Me a Coffee. Do you enjoy reading books? You can find paperbacks and ebooks based on our adventures on Amazon.com in the bookstore, Fire Breathing Kittens, that part's all one word, podcast. The authors do a great job of adapting the stories into fun novels. We also have official merchandise on Redbubble.com. Imagine owning a notepad with the Fire Breathing Kitten logo on the front, or a t-shirt with one of your favorite characters. And lastly, I'd like to take a moment to sincerely thank all of you. We don't pay to advertise this show, so the only way we can grow is through the support of listeners like you. Thank you. Welcome back to Fire Breathing Kittens, a standalone D&D podcast that you can listen to in any order. Today's episode is featuring Jade. Hello. Willie. Hello. Wing and Nugget. This segment is sponsored by... I I forgot the name. Consent. Consent, (laughs) Father! Consent Dairy Company. My life wrote a natural one. Do you want to do... Okay, let's do yours again, Wing, because... No? Okay, okay, you got it, okay. So who would like to do today's recap? I will roll a die. Oh, no, okay. Willie will do today's recap. We started out our day having a lovely brunch, though a commotion across the street at a dilapidated building caused a touch of disturbance. After discussing it with our waiter, he explained that that building had been owned by multiple people, none successful in renovating it. We interjected ourselves into the situation after negotiating a deal for some of that delicious consent butter and found out after a little uh, distraction in kilts that (laughs) a sword in a stone was the reason that the building could not be worked around Uh, after a few failed attempts at releasing it from its bondage our dear friend Jade struck it with a mighty blow opening a hole in the ground 
in which we found an underground tunnel that led to more consent butter. <laughs> we tried to play a prank on our dear waiter friend, but he just blamed Jeremy, who might be in dear danger. But now we've descended through a portal into a mystical cave. There might be a lady in this lake. Uh-huh. <laughs> Women in lakes distributing swords is not a good way to base your government. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. As you descend through the rippling water-like surface of what, what uh, Willie has determined to be a portal, you continue on down this staircase, and at the bottom you see a pale light glowing uh, from from uh, the bottom of the stairs. And as you continue on, you d- see downstairs a uh, an opening. It opens up into a, a decently sized room here. Now, this room is broken apart. It doesn't look like there was a fight or anything in here, but looks like as age happened. It, it looks like this room was at one point a grand temple, um, some sort of you know, beautiful area that had been carved in marble and, you know, um, has decorative filigrees everywhere, but time has ravaged this place. The, the, the marble itself is dried and crumbling. The statues around are in various states of disrepair. Part of the ceiling has fallen in and there is dust spider webs and just absolute uh, just erosion and natural forces have taken over in this area. You see in the back of the room an old, uh, it looks like a hologram almost, it's see-through, but it looks like an old wizard who says, Can, 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 congratulations team, you've uh, beaten this jet, 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 challenge, challenge. Challenge, and it continues on saying that over and over again. Cunt, 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 congratulations. You've completed this ch- 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 challenge. And it seems like something may be going amiss with it. Uh, at the behind him, you can see a uh, sliding door that is um, partially open. Hmm. This hologram like structure or like person is um, an older gentleman, he's bearded. He's wearing um, a a cloak with uh, the hood down so you can see his face. And he's just a a wizened old man. Hmm. This feels odd. Uh, Wing would definitely walk up to the the weird old wizard guy and try to touch him. Your hand goes right into him and you don't feel anything or anything. It's just, it's, it's almost like... Uh, you see, like, the the lights of him, uh, like, part of him that's, like, lit up sort of dances on your fingers or your your bird fingers as you do. And he continues, cut, 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 congratulations, team. Looks like you were right, Mr. Billy. There is a ghost here. I don't know if this is the type of ghost I was looking for. Maybe we move on. Willie will squeeze into the next room. So you squeeze into... Uh, the next room and what you see before you is an, another room again uh, racked by age but you see in front of you 
two doors and two stone golems next uh one next to each door and ahead of you you hear the wizard voice say a true hero must also possess wisdom and in 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 intelligence you must solve this riddle to pro- proceed the two stone golems are standing there one of the doors has like the frame of it has collapsed into itself and the other one seems to be relatively intact there's a a small dais and on it there's a, a like a lectern and it's got a carved inscription on it that has eroded away you can only read part of it and it says one of blank blank will guide blank blank and behind the blank 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 death one of the guards blank 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 lies you must open one door but blank 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 question blank 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 can you read that slower? Because I assume blanks are letters, and now I'm paying attention to how many blanks. Oh, I think they're words. Oh. I think I might have heard of this riddle before. One of the one of will blank guide. blank will guide blank blank blank, and behind the blank 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 death, and that one's like underlined. One of the guards blank 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 blank, blank lies. You have to choose and open one of the doors, but blank, 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 question to blank, 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 blank. Okay, let me read that back. One of blank, blank will guide blank, 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 and behind the blank, 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 comma, death, underlined. One of the guards, blank, 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 lies. You have to open one door, but blank, 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 question to blank, 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 blank. Okay. Is that right? Close enough. Okay. Uh, Wing. Wing, my dear friend. Do you remember this one? Oh, uh, uh, I am not able to read what is written there. Sorry. Ah. I'll read it to you. It's okay you cannot read. One of blank blank will guide blank blank blank. And behind the blank 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 death. One of the gods blank 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 lies. You have to open one door. But blank, 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 question to blank, 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 blank. So how many blanks were in the second verse? <laughs> okay. Seven. Guys, guys, no, just just check me here, Jade. Uh, one of the doors will guide you. The other will lead to death. One of the guards tells the truth and the other tells lies. But you can only ask one question. Or something to that effect. Is that roughly the right amount of blanks? Wow, Willie, the knowledge that you're getting from the voices in your heads that come from elsewhere, they are so informative. I, Jade, liver of liver in Nicomoy, would never know such things. Wow, you are so smart. <laughs> Did you say liver in Nicomoy? I fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> I fixed it. <laughs> Sorry. Well, the spirits inside me have livered a lot of places. <laughs> That is so smart and clever. So how do we tell which one of them is telling only lies and which one of them is telling only truth? This is the part that I'm real fuzzy about. Yes, I feel like I I have forgotten the answer to this one and I do not want to look it up. (laughs) And I don't want want to get it wrong because that would be embarrassing. (laughs) 
Oh, but that is easy. We just let one of them talk to Nugget. And if he, and uh, nobody can lie to Nugget because he is too cute. So uh, if he tries to lie and he fails, we will even notice it. Okay, let's do that. Where has the guards? Uh, the the guards are standing there. They are uh, stone golems. Ooh. So they're just very quietly standing, very still. But you can see a glow in their eyes. I have a question for you, God. Is this nugget cute? How Thank dare you. you even ask that question? But we know the answer. Therefore, we know which one lies. Oh. <laughs> you are a smart person. You have already asked your question, hero. Please use the knowledge to choose a door. I feel huh? like we are not the first people to come here. You have already asked your question, hero. Please use a door. I look in the back of it for a reset button. <laughs> Try hitting it. Oh, gosh, no. Don't touch me there. Oh, you no. You do not have my consent. Okay. Milk. Yikes. <coughs> oh, no. If only we had some consent butter. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so hmm. my theory is it seems like whoever came through was successful in the first room this one has a caved in door so that feels like maybe they messed up in this one so we take the other door or do we crawl through behind them well so if let's say worst case scenario if the door does have, have the death right if the door that is open, we can see the desk. The door that is closed, we cannot see the desk. So let's look. Okay. okay we we Scooby do the door. <laughs> oh, all right. One head so, on top, one in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Nugget's definitely at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you guys pop out highest to lowest, as <laughs> Scooby Doo generally does. Fred's on top. And then, no. Um, so you guys pop out into the doors, and in the in the door that is still open um, and and not fallen in, you see what looks like, you know, those infinity mirrors where you see like just a row of torches. Every like it looks like just a row of torches is going on and on and on into infinity, and you also see that in the other doorway where it's collapsed, you see the same scene. However, um, go ahead and, and roll an insight check for me, everybody. Mm. Below 10. 10. 14. Alright, so Wing, you notice Nugget is sniffing around at the broken door, and he he's like pawing at something, and you see uh, he like as he moves his paw around, he brushes dust out of some, what looks like to be some heavy scratch marks in that area of the floor. Can I see uh, how large uh, a claw would make these scratch marks? Or um, is it, it like a scrape? It's, it's a scrape, I guess, more than mm. a scratch. It's, it, it looks like it would um, have been if, if you were to maneuver a door or something in that area. Mm. So the door was opened, it scraped across the floor, and then it collapsed. So that looks, that looks like death to me, because if you were opening the door and then it collapsed on you, you would be dead. Hmm. Yes, and this torch hallway seems like another puzzle. So, also, what do you, where, where are we right now? This is a weird, weird thing. 
you seem to have been having some sort of vision earlier. Do you want to share with us? Your, your eyelids were fluttering. I could not tell what you were seeing, but it looked interesting. Oh, yes, yes. You were out of the room checking out studs. Uh, supposedly in something called the Second Age, there was a great evil that needed to be vanquished by the power of this sword and a true hero. And then it had some reference to a temple, which, oh, maybe that's where we are. How about that? <laughs> totally, totally whiffed it on that one, guys. <laughs> All right, well, let's, uh, I'm going to go in the back. <laughs> what about Poor this Willie. temple? What about it? Oh, I mean, I assume it's some sort of testing chamber. And then that should release the sword at the end, hopefully, but... Why? It would be way more hilarious if it released the guy who ended the second age. Just saying. <laughs> that would be wild and on brand for FBK. <laughs> I, I don't see how that is. That's not really a ha-ha funny. <laughs> it's point. more like, oh no. Something might be a little bit wrong with me. Uh, uh, <laughs> And the devil king being like, you know, it would be funny. The apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> the end of life as we know it. Oh, that's oh, my man. favorite. And then making you responsible for it. Ah, oh, lol. Yeah. What if like rain was lava? Funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, I uh, I would like to walk up to the door that is not collapsed and try to open it. What could go wrong? Releasing hell. <laughs> So, so you uh the the door opens uh it's it's actually you know open because you guys did look through it so you're able to open it it's stepping through that's uh you get the sense that that's that's what you need to do so are you sticking your hand in what are you doing oh i'm stepping through i mean the other door was deaf so this one is fine okay so as you step through i'm going to need you to go ahead and make a con save for me okay it's 11. Okay, so I'm going to have you go ahead and take four lightning damage as the outside of the door lights up and zaps you. You, for a moment, blink out of existence and then appear back at the beginning of this room at, right near the door from the previous room, and your kilt and all things on you are gone. <gasps> it's like a plucked chicken. Oh no! Don't look at me! Oh no! Oh, I have an extra pair of clothes. So, all, literally, all my all my stuff is gone. Oh yes, all of your stuff is gone. You have oh. un unless it was like alive. It's like like Nugget is okay, but your stuff oh. is gone. I mean, Nugget is not stuff. Nugget is a person, so I would assume that that, <laughs> that would be weird. How dare you! Oh my goodness! Sorry, <laughs> the implications. <laughs> He has a soul. I also have a, a, a singular magic item. Is that also fine, or is it also good? Sometimes um, wh they stay. What is your magic item? Uh, it's it's a very nice wand that does stuff. It's a, uh, a wand of web. Are you attuned to it, or is it just something you can use? If you're attuned oh, no, to I, it, I'll I, let you keep it. Uh, I'm attuned to it. Yes. Okay. Sure. Oh, sweet. Then, <laughs> then you're you're there just holding your wand. Otherwise, <laughs> nude. <laughs> I am naked holding my wand. Thank you, DM, for that. <laughs> Here's some clothes. 
it's uh... <laughs> that I will definitely not fit because I think you are much taller than me. One <laughs> of yes. one of the uh, one of the golems like elbows very slowly the other one and just goes ha 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 and like points at you. I will spray web all over his face. <laughs> spray web all over his face. Yes, okay. I would like to cover him in sticky white goo. <laughs> Uh, uh Willie's gonna check the other door and see if he can crawl through it. Um so yeah, you're, you're go ahead and make a uh athletics or acrobatics check for me. Dealer's choice. Uh, uh I'll take acrobatics and that would be a fifteen. Alright. You are able to shimmy your way in here. Now Unfortunately, this is not like a comfortable crawl on your hands and knees through. You're doing that. I'm going into a hole in a cave thing, and I'm going to breathe all my air out and try to squeeze through this. And you're able to, being a thin sort of gaunt man. So you do like the like and breathe it all out and push yourself in and you scooch down and come through the other side in a in a long haul. I actually don't breathe, so that's not really an issue. You okay, then you don't. I do just that. smash my body through <laughs> it. <laughs> Willie, you are so good at spelunking. Yes. Uh, I'm also good at I don't know, swimming. I'm I'm not bad. <laughs> Is there like a cave Willie spirit in there who's like, I'm going spelunking today? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. <laughs> if cave. I would have failed that role, maybe there was. <laughs> cave Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Cave Johnson. But uh, yeah, I'm going to squeeze through and uh, see if it leads me somewhere. On the other side, the hallway does not appear as it did through the um, through the portal uh, through the shimmer of the door. You end up with um, in a another decrepit hallway with that leads down, and you see a an ornate door at the end that's made of glass that has a light pouring out of it, a, a dim light. I'll call back to my friends and be like, uh, "Come on, guys! I think it was this way." Oh, sorry, I breathe. And I do not fit. I'm I'm small. I will probably fit. You've got those weird bird limbs. So like, you're all squiggly anyway. I, I would prefer peculiar or something. Why am I weird, weird limbs now? <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Everyone stand some animosity have towards you, bird people here. I don't have know. Have you ever <laughs> seen a bird without feathers? <laughs> they are super creepy. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yes, yes, I know. I crawled through the hole, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wing, do not feel bad. I think you are very much more useful than I am. I am stuck here. Oh, no. I think you could probably squeeze with a good, uh, good, I don't know, acrobatics performance. <laughs> All right, let's squeeze my gambeson-clad, chainmail-clad, five-foot-eight frame through this hole. Let's see if it happens. Uh, uh, should I mention I am having wearing heavy armor today have disadvantage on things like stealth and dexterity checks oh yes Willie has an idea uh can i just blast the crud out of all of these stones with eldric blasts (laughs) i mean they are stones and eldritch blast does tend to destroy things and my eldritch blast specifically because of my invocations allow me to pull a target i hit 10 feet closer to me so I'm just going to start pulling large stones 
out from this, trying to at least loosen it up to where it would be easier for Jade to get through the tunnel. Okay, so um, you you go ahead and just give me like a damage roll in your Eldritch Blast. I just want to see, because I'm going to say you hit it because it's a stationary target. That's uh, a good house rule from now on. I've been doing ACs for things like doors. Like, if it's stationary, you hit it. I think it's a good, yeah. I mean, how do you mess that up? It's been hard to explain when it has happened. Yeah, I just sometimes use hardness if it's like people trying to break through a labyrinth wall, and I'm like, don't do that. You know, but otherwise, just let him hit it. Yeah. Eldritch Blast. 1d10. 12 points of damage. All right, so there's one large block um, that you you shoot out this, like, greenish, purplish projection of energy from your hands, and you it's like you're using the force to, like, twist the block and pull it, and it starts to shake, and dust comes and is, is like, puffing out in big clouds, and you hear the stone, like, scraping against itself as you pull a brick directly out of the wall, this huge brick, and you create a small, like, four-foot by three-foot space that someone maybe who's wearing heavy armor could walk through, probably. Yay! I am inflexible, especially in my morals. All right. <laughs> I wedge myself through this narrow crevice. Woo! So you continue on through the um, the hallway, and as you get closer to the glass door at the end, you hear um, the same voice say, Congratulations, hero. Brains are truly greater than brawn. Thank you for showing me that you have again this skill of a true hero. Now, in this challenge ahead, a hero must protect those who cannot protect themselves. Make sure my familiar gets through this challenge alive, even if you have to put your well-being below his own as the voice finishes the doors slowly open on their own and you enter into what looks like it's a squarish room and on each wall on on the sides of the room there's two large stained glass windows on each side you know the room has a protrusion from the center wall across from you that continues on uh and you see it it's open it's not a door it just kind of continues on out and there are four glass um stained glass windows are there and they are depicting a hero type figure in like different trials so you have like you know one with the sword up and it's like holding a dragon's head you see one with uh, you know, it's like sort of, you know, power pose, hands on the hips. Uh, another one, it's like kneeling down and like patting a child's head. And in the other one, it's, um, you know, like go like it's got its hands above its head and a sword is like coming down from above with like light coming down from it and stuff. And in front of you is uh, is also another lectern that has some instructions on it. It says... You must bring the familiar from the, uh, the from the starting point to the end of the room, and no harm can come to it. And if you, when you look forward uh, between all four of the golems in the center of that area, is a little, um, it's like a box, and inside the box is some dust and a bone. Oh, 
Oh, no. Yeah, guys, I think somebody already did all these. I cast cure wounds. (laughs) (laughs) On... The dust and the bones. Oh, Um, wait, no, I I lay on my hands. I'm getting better at role-playing a paladin. That doesn't consume a spell slot. Then I can smite more later. Smite. (laughs) Smite. I have nine remaining hit points in the pool, so I would like to expend one of them on the dust and the bones. I touch it. Yeah, so you touch it, but you actually don't expend anything because it's dead. There's no healing that can go on here. This, this, you, you, you know, as you touch the bone to sort of to to pass some of your healing magic into it, it disintegrates in your hand, and you're left with like just some weird shards. And it is, I mean, this is ancient, ancient stuff here. So you know, it barely holds up. Um, and you get the sense from the bones they they were hollow, so it was probably some sort of a flying beast oh no wing i believe that this was a bird like you but it is long since passed i tried to heal it it did not work it died of old age probably or something it's very dead sorry that's okay everything dies oh my goodness wing what (laughs) (laughs) no it's quite true (laughs) some people die more than once <laughs> yes. Willie picks up the box and goes, "All right, which way are we going?" Uh, no, the box. The, the box is affixed to the floor. Oh, does anyone have a bag? On the other end of the hall, you notice a, a like down. Maybe it's maybe like two or three hundred feet away. You see another box, very similar to this one. I mean, I have nothing to carry right now. I can just scoop up some of the <laughs> remains, just walk with it. Technically, that does transfer it without harm, doesn't it? Oh, it didn't say it had to be alive before you started. It's not a technical requirement. No. They won't catch us on the technicality. <laughs> As this is going on, uh, you guys are like sort of playing with the bones, uh, looking at the box. Nugget makes his way over and smells one of the bones and he starts to crawl into the box. If it fits, he sits. And it does fit. <laughs> this is a, It's a snug fit for him, but it is it, it does fit. He feels very cozy in here. And as he starts to put his little little nugget butt down on the on the bottom there and start to fall uh, asleep, you hear a clinking of glass. And you, as you look up, you see the figures in the windows move and start to come out of the window. Glass work golems come toward you and they are drawing their swords and reaching out for you. Including the little kid who is being pat on the head? The little kid is not a glass golem. He's, <laughs> he is just glass. It. It's just the four uh, champions that were were depicted in there. You see, so you see the the four golems come out, and let's roll for initiative because this is time to fight. One of the glass golems you notice is uh, a little worse off than the other three. Uh, it looks like part of him, like his leg, may have been broken in some way. Hey Willie, remember that dagger I gave you? Yeah, I could really use it right now. I have nothing. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, Willie will pass it back real quick. (laughs) Thank you. I have a seven initiative. Okay. 
non-natural one. Wait. So we have, right. we have a mind. Oh, no. <laughs> and oh, that's Willie. Eight. We got this. I would like to, out of game, explain. I have a thing that activates if I'm within five feet of a companion. So I'd like to know, like, distances between companions and me just to maneuver. It. It's really rough to do with theater of the mind but um I'm, my goal is to be between the enemy and you guys and like hopefully if you're within five feet of me prevent you from taking damage with my shield so said before the battle i would imagine that you guys are all sort of around the box area where a nugget is so if you all would like to be within five feet unless anyone has any objections to that I'm no that's okay that's yeah, okay we're fine. all right it seems that the one of the glass work uh, golems, one of the the one who is patting the child's head, has a little bit ahead of the others and comes out and shambles over to you, uh, Jade, looking like the classic sort of paladin hero. Definitely, it, he's he's stereotyping you and thinking that you're the good guy, but he's probably right anyway. So the glasswork golem comes over and he attempts to. Um, to smash on you with his glass swords, and he makes two attacks on you. And what is your AC? 18. All right. So that means there is one hit against you as the glass golem smashes at you with his glass sword. One of the hits bounce off you, but the other one connects with you for four damage, the glass giving you a nice little gash in your arm. I make no sound because I'm trained and thinking about how I'm going to attack. Player of the character would have screamed and ran away. After he hits you with that, he uses his bonus action to put up his hand and to make a dazzling 15-foot cone of light at you that catches you and... Wing... You both need to make a constitution saving throw DC 10 or be blinded for one minute. Oh, no. Mm. I pass. 19. All right. You guys both pass and the light is unable to affect you. So now we move on to Willie. You're up. The four of these guys have just come out of the windows. One of them has attacked your friend Jade. And there are three more who are staggering towards you. One of them, again, is uh, walking on kind of a gimp leg. Hmm. They seem to be doing melee, so I don't want to do that. Yeah. You said one was looking worse for wear, right? Yes. Yeah, he's got kind of a... a Part of him is broken. The glass has been smashed. Okay. Well, then I am going to use my bonus action to curse it. So I crit on a 19, and ideal proficiency is damage. Then I'm going to Eldritch Blast it. 17. That is going to hit. Cool. And ideal 8 points of damage. And it moves 10 feet closer to me. All right. You smash into it for 8 points of damage, and it drags across the stone floor. You hear the glass creaking and screeching as it gets drawn across the stone floor. He's trying to dig in his glass heels, but he's unable to, and he's even closer to you now. You can see his the part of him that's broken has, like, parts of it are falling away. 
uh, shards of his sword are now starting to come up and 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 fall away as well. Is that your turn? That will end it. All right, a second class work golem is going to. Um, he's this is not this is one of the ones that is uh, undamaged. He's going to go ahead and also attack you, Willie, as he sees that he you have attacked his friend. Um, they've been you know in that same piece of glass for many many centuries together, and they are just buds. And he is really upset that that you tried to hurt him here. So he's going to go ahead and make an attack with his glass sword at you. And does a 13 hit? No, it does not. Uh, both of his glass attacks glance off of you, and he's unable to connect in any meaningful way to you. But he does, again, hold up his, he holds up his hand, much as the other one did, and tries to cast a... He tries to um, blind you with a dazzling multicolored light that looks like the sun streaming behind a beautiful piece of glass. Uh, stained glass so please make a DC 10 con saving throw for me ooh that's a nat 1 my brother that's a nat 1 which means although you were able to evade his attacks you are now blinded by the light blinded revved up like a doof yeah okay there we all got there um <laughs> so you are blinded for one minute but you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns cool that brings us to Wing. You are next, sir. Okay. Well, I am very prepared for this combat. I am equipped with a dagger, a wand of web, and some pants that keep falling off because they are too big for me. This is going great. All right. So, uh, I'm assuming that the two golems who have not really moved yet are kind of close together? Sure. Uh, would you say that uh, uh, there is uh, another golem within 20 feet of them? Yes, they're all basically huddled around you guys coming from each of two sides. So, like, left and right. All right. Uh, oh, coming from two sides. Okay, okay. I would like to use my Wand of Web. Uh, however many of them I can get within a 20-foot cube, I would like to get within the web. Okay, you can get two of them in the cube without getting the rest of the party, but you could get all of them in the cube if you got everyone. Oh, no, I don't want to, uh, don't want to make my companions sticky. That's weird. Uh, I will get the... I'm assuming that's the two that have not uh, engaged with us yet. That I can get. That is correct. Yep, you can get those two. All right. I will spray them with web. They will have to make a dexterity saving throw. DC 15. All right. One of them makes the saving throw, but the other one does not and is glued to the ground in the spot with your sticky white goo. All right. Uh, all right. Small point of correction on my part. Uh, it's the save should have been at the start of that turn. So you can just use that at the start of that turn uh, instead. They would have only okay. been restrained at that point. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, so that's my action. And then I, uh, I I wake Nugget up from his short nap. Nugget, now is your time to prove yourself. Show them how big and mighty warrior you have become. I will use my bonus action to command uh, Nugget to stand next to uh, Jade at the front lines and engage this uh, glass thing that is uh, attacking her. Because he is now big and strong enough to fight. So he will make a... Uh, that does not have a button. That's so sad. Okay. He will make a bite attack against that glass golem. Uh, does a 15 hit? A 15 does hit. Very nice. All right. Then he will deal uh, uh, three points of piercing damage. All right. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's about it. I kind of 
hide behind uh, shit because I have no armor currently. <laughs> so Wing, uh, or Nugget, excuse me, jumps up, grabs onto one of the arms and is, you know, tries to bite onto it, gets a little bit of glass in his mouth, spits it out, uh, and does just a few points of damage to that glasswork golem. Uh, and that brings us to the final glasswork golems, uh, or I'm sorry, to the, uh, is that the end of your turn then? Yes, Wayne? yes, indeed. Okay. So now there is the damaged glasswork golem who is at the absolute end of his lifespan here, but you see him as he does that, he, he sort of like, as he starts his turn, you see like a light pulse through him and part of him starts to restore and you can see that he seems like he's he's getting better somehow uh you're not really sure and he he seems to heal uh he he then um continue, he's a little slower than his his friends cuz his leg is is smashed still he tries to make his way over and is unsuccessful at getting all the way as he he does a bit of a a ministry of silly walks walk over uh, but the final un, um, or the, actually the, the other unscathed golem is the one who is stuck now. So he is glued to the ground with your sticky web. And that brings us to Jade. You are in combat with one of the opponents. So within five feet. I swing my sword and I deal one slashing damage. You said AC f- uh, 15 hits, right? So one slashing damage hit, on yeah. a D8. And then I do Sundra's Smite, and I do one and two damage <laughs> for a total of four <laughs> damage, which is pretty close to the lowest I could possibly do. So um feeling not but so Also, uh, Nugget that is standing next to you uh, gives you some of his uh, magical energy, and you can add 1d6 lightning damage to your attack. Woohoo! That's a two. <laughs> Six. Wow. <laughs> oh no. So many dice. Uh, oh. Okay. Dust those dice off. <laughs> it's okay. It doesn't feel great, but. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, it's pretty nice. Nugget can uh, give you a, uh, a infusion of lightning for one of your attacks. Pretty That's cool. pretty cool. Uh, Nugget and I are going to be buds because I can protect Nugget. Nugget can give me lightning. I like it. I do yeah. thunderous smites too, so like there's thunder already. Ooh. Lightning. Being added to that Thunder. makes sense. Yeah. That would be a sick combo attack. Yeah. <laughs> As this is going on, you see like the hallway that you were looking down where the other basket is, you see a light like turn on above the other basket, kind of like you know, like in a sports stadium, how when the lights come on, it's like chunk and like the light comes on. You see that happen sort of on the other end. And then the glasswork golem who is engaged with you again he he also like see, you see like a light go through his body and he he seems to heal back up and he looks as if nothing has at all happened to him since you smashed through him with your um mighty mini smite may i make a free action you you may make a free action Nugget, you are so good and strong. Thank you for the lightning. Please, go in the box. The other box on the other end of the room. Okay, Nugget has to act when... Uh, when after acts. my turn. Yeah, so he will act after his turn. But you do say that, and you see Nugget kind of... What does Nugget do, Wing? Uh, so, uh, in what language did you say that? Common. Okay, he looks at you confused. He only speaks draconic. But don't uh... worry. I heard it, and I speak Draconic, so we'll we'll make it work. Okay. 
<laughs> that ends my turn. Okay, the the glass golem comes at you again with his with his sword, and he he makes his two attacks on you with his sharp glass sword. One of them whiffs completely over your head, oh, but the other oh, is. Oh, I speak draconic. Sorry, keep going. Keep going. That's okay. But I do speak draconic. I was but like, the that revelation that you speak draconic <laughs> knocks him off of his game, and he is <laughs> unable to connect with his first hit. Because he's thinking, wow, she'd be so good on Dragon Jeopardy. And then, <laughs> but the, the second sword, he comes in and smashes you with uh, a 20, which I believe will hit you. And then he does, oh my goodness, coming right into a chink in your armor, up in your armpit. He does nine points of damage with his glass sword. Down to nine hit points. Ow. He is, he is unable, he does not continue, do his... Uh, da dazzling light attack, but that brings us to Willie. So the one I shot last time is still up, right? He's still up. He's still hurt, but he's not as hurt as the other. He's, he, you know, he's he's not as hurt as he was uh, after you hit him. Did uh, did I know Willie got blinded? Did he see that weird light that seemed to like maybe heal him? Uh, so he saw that. He would not have seen that, no, because you saw the dazzling light, and then he healed. Okay, then I'm just going to shoot where I saw him last to the best of my ability. Um, is that disadvantage, or...? That's going to be disadvantage, yeah, because you're blinded. Okay, well, uh, still not terrible. Ten points of damage. Wow! All right, you bring him down pretty low. You You don't see anything, but you hear the your eldritch power smash into the glass and you can hear like a cracking sound coming. It sounds like, you know, like something big just hit your windshield, your fantasy windshield. <laughs> uh, and I got an 18 on the dice to get my vision back. All right. So your vision returns, you know, the, the bright white that you were seeing before, the uh, dazzling light recedes and you're again able to see in this Ooh. cave. Can, uh, sorry, uh, slight retroactive. Can I do a bonus action to cast uh, Hex on him, which would allow me to do an extra D6 in Necrotic? Yes. Do they take Necrotic? They do. Oh, that that's a 6 on the dice, so that would actually be 6 plus whatever I said before. Yes, alright, so you smash into him with this ne extra necrotic damage it eats away from the inside you can see like the glass molecules turning he's like turning into sand he's going back it's like necrotic but if you were a glass golem and he just starts to turn into this pile of sand you see him sink down and like he's he's got like one arm up he drops the sword and gives like a thumbs up as the rest of his body goes into a pile of sand um. so i know i haven't taken damage but because i had hexblades cursed him i would have sucked part of his life force out to sustain myself and because i just hexed him i can now move it to a new target so i just look at the one that jade's fighting and go you're next Okay. And that will end my turn. Okay, the uh, next golem here is one that is uh, stuck in place. Uh, he is going to attempt to free himself. 
Yes, he may make a strength check to lick himself loose. Oh, he absolutely... Uh, the, it was a DC 10, you said, right? A 15. 15. Then he super fails. I was going to say he just fails, but no, he super fails. And is unable. his brittle glass legs are unable to remove themselves from your sticky white web. Yep. Yep, there it is. That, that's... It was a ghost in here. Oh, <laughs> looks of uh, disappointment all around. <laughs> so it's uh, that's actually brings it to you, Wing, and then uh, Nugget. Yes. So the glass golem that uh, really uh, glassified or sandified uh, was yes. was the one uh, standing next to the one that is stuck in the web, right? That is correct. Okay. Okay. We'll leave it at that then. Uh, all so right, we have one dead first. golem, uh, one golem stuck in a web, one golem fighting. Um, Jade, Jade and, one and the other one is is sort of coming up, going to a fight as well. Jade, uh, how f- how far away is the other box from us? Uh, it's about three hundred feet away. Three hundred feet. Oh, it's right. a long hallway. Yeah, it's about a yes. about a, an American football field away. <laughs> oh man. Uh... Mm, and I would have followed your suggestion, but since it's that far away, it would take a long time. And before that time, we might be dead. So in that case, I will let let I will keep Nugget here to help us in fighting these things. I think we need it. Uh, okay, I will uh, tell Nugget to just keep fighting uh, the one that is uh, with with Jade uh, with my bonus action, and I will uh, I can help out as well. I will I will. I don't really want to step next to Jay to fight this thing as well, so I'm going to throw my one dagger at it that I have. It's the one that's fighting Jade. Okay, you throw your dagger at the one fighting Jade. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's a range attack. That should be, yes. Oh, no, it's still a five. Yes. You are correct. Uh, and it's a natural one, so that's, that's already that. Uh, that misses. Uh, yeah, that's so- a miss. Yeah, and then for Nugget's attack, uh, uh, that's a 24, so I think that'll hit. That does hit. For a total of, here we go, 8 piercing damage from Nugget. Whoa. See, he's Nugget MVP. quite strong. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. So Nugget bites into him again, and you hear some cracking glass underneath, and, and the golem doesn't seem to react at all. I mean, it's a it's a construct. It doesn't feel pain. It just continues to try to shake Nugget off and to get uh, another, land another blow. That brings us to the, um, I believe that brings us to the last golem to act. Uh, one of them is the the sand one. This is next to the sand one. He kind of looks down where his friend was, and he he charges um, Willie because he saw him uh, destroy his friend. And Willie, you're gonna go ahead and take two. Let's see if we can hit you. What is your AC, Willie? Again? Uh, AC fifteen. Oh God, these guys just absolutely, he absolutely whiffs at you. Apparently the emotion of this emotionless being seeing his friend die with a thumbs up made him so upset that he's unable to connect with, at, at all with you. You just bob and weave around him like you're not, he's not even there. Um, and that gives us Jade. Jade is quite disappointed in herself from her previous round. So she, Jade raises her sword she strikes across, uh, oh, I know, 
Jade lifts her sword diagonally from the bottom left to the top right, trying to score the glass so that it'll crack. I don't know. And does a 16 hit. A 16 does hit. Take 14 slashing damage as a boom of thunder tries to hit you as well. Dang. Please make a strength saving throw. You may also once again add 1d6 lightning damage for it. Whoa. And that's actually 18 damage total. All right. It does not pass. Please fall prone and be pushed 10 feet away from me. All right. The glass, the glass statue or the the glass golem falls prone to the ground. You hear it scraping and making that horrible glass on stone sound as it gets pushed 10 feet away from you, leaving an opening. You are now not engaged with anyone at all. All right. That ends my turn. All right. So that brings us back to the uh, first glass golem who, or to the glass golem who just fell. He uses his uh, half of his movement to stand up. He lumbers over to you, and before he before he, he stands up, and then he that light pulses through him again. You see parts of the cracks, not all of them, but most of them, close back up as he uh, heals again. In Draconic, this time I say, Nugget! Nugget! I don't have an accent in Draconic. Expressing that I have an accent. See? <laughs> Nugget, <laughs> please go to the box. I have nine hit points left. No, I feel very bad. And I'm not doing anything to this enemy. You're our only hope, cutie pie. The box is warm and inviting. <laughs> you fit. You should sit. <laughs> the... Yeah. Player play me is thinking the box is four rounds away. That's a lot of that's I a know, lot of rounds. I, they're healing, and I'm gonna die. I really, yeah, I'm, I yeah. could be wrong, but I'm not doing much. Okay, <laughs> it's okay it's if I pass out, but you guys shouldn't die. Okay, um, I have a strategy. Hmm? Uh, well, I, I think I have an idea um, that could work because you can. Do you have any more of those smites that knock them away? I used both of them already. Hmm. Okay. Can't you push pull with your Eldritch Blast? That's what I'm thinking, but uh, we would need people to ready in action, and they would just have to move as far away as they can, and then I would just be, like, moving and, like, making sure they couldn't get close, because they don't have ranged attacks, so... We could try to outrun them, because I'm no longer in melee, so I wouldn't get an attack of opportunity against me, so I could, like, try to move, because I already I'm, I attacked, so I could move away. Oh, why don't you, you could, mm, yeah, I don't know, we'll, we'll, we'll play it out. Well, Willie hits, let's see if I can down him, because then we're just down to two. Okay, alright, so before I end my turn then, I am going to start to move. I have a 30 movement speed, so I'm now 40 feet away from the one that is cracked and prone. Okay, well he stood up during his turn, but yeah. yes. Yeah, I saw, um, I don't, oh, oh gosh, it's all out of order, it's okay if I don't do that, but. I don't know. That's fine. No, no, no. Uh, he stood up, uh, but I, I, I'll give it to you because I don't. I'm fine. So, Willie, was that your? Well, what are you doing? Your turn? That was your strategy. Oh, am I next? You are next. Sorry. Okay. Then uh, I hit and I do 13 points of damage to the one that's already been damaged. Does it die? It does not die. Yeah. It, yeah. We got run. Ooh, we got run. That's a very bad sign. Yeah. No, we can't do this. This is too much. <laughs> But I, I agree that it's also very far. 
<laughs> like, Wing, you're also right. <laughs> then this is what we have to do. You guys have to go, and then I'll just stay behind and Eldritch Blast anyone that gets past me. And, like, keep them from going down the hallway. That's a better strategy than I just dies. I like it. Yeah, let's do it. Because <laughs> even if I go into death saving throws, I have advantage. And if this, if it, the battle ends when you solve the puzzle, you'll have extra turns to get me back up. Player to player, you don't get death saving throws if you take massive damage. So heads up, you you can still die. But I, let's try it. I know you want to edge towards that. So let's do it. <laughs> oh, they won't mass. They won't massive damage me. <laughs> You also, I think there's something about like failing saving throws if you get hit while you're down. So, but I know, I know you want to do this. So let's do it. Let's do it. I believe in you. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) The the glasswork golem who um, you just eldritch blast for a bunch of points. You see a the shimmering light go through him again. The cracks resolve themselves, fill themselves in. Although he is not totally uncracked, he is. He is healing uh, a bit each round due to the nature of his glass self. And he charges at you um, again, Willie, and attempts to hit you with his glass swords. And unfortunately, he is unable to connect again uh, with one, but he does strike in with one of the blows that he brings to you and does six points of damage. Alrighty. Wing, you and Nugget, please. Okay, so I hear we have a strategy. So uh, I'm assuming that Jade, uh, the movement you did was towards the other box. Mm, yeah. Okay, I will follow. I will follow you, lead, and I will run after you. Uh, and I will also uh, tell Nugget to uh, use his action to uh, to dash and get as far away as he can towards the box. Yeah, because you're not in. Because I pushed it away. So it's no longer in melee distance of Nugget. So you have your yes. full, you don't get attack of opportunity. Wing. Yep. You guys can yeah. both dash. Does Nugget have a flying speed or is he? Um, <gasps> oh, no. How dare you? <laughs> what? Hold up. He has no wings. He, he, he will was one, a It was a valid question. He will have wings one day, maybe. Perhaps. Wait, what? Uh, uh, what? Sh- don't, don't worry about it. Spoilers. <laughs> Oh yeah, baby! But yeah, he does, baby. He does have a forty-foot movement speed, so it does it's eighty feet. So he goes a long way. Yes, he's almost a third of the way down um, to the to the box. You can see him looking at it, and, and it looks as if he's like really anticipating a good snuggle once he gets in there. <laughs> so he's he's like moseying down. He's ready to rock. And uh, are you doing anything on your action, or is it just? Oh, oh yes. Are you I dashing will. as well? No, no, no. I will make sure they cannot follow us as easily. I will use uh, another casting of a web for my wand oh, uh, to layer a web right behind us. So if they try to follow us, they will get have to f- cross the web area. And that is difficult terrain and they might get stuck. In the All right, so you... me in the... Yeah. Yeah. If I, if, if I can get uh, any of the golems in that area again as well uh, to start out with, that would be great. Otherwise, it's just to slow them down so they can chase us as easily. All right, you are you are able to cast. Do you want to cast it on the far side or the near side of Jade? Oh no, basically behind us. So if they try to chase us, they will be slowed down. The far side of the moon. Okay, so the, so the yes. Okay, I just wanted. I didn't know if Jade was going to be on the the basket side or on the fight side, and I just wanted to clarify. So she'll be on the the not on the fight side. 
Uh, so you cast the web and you create this large, it's, it's almost like a river of web going across and up the walls a bit on in this um, walled up area. And you see, you know, there are like little spiders crawling out of the darkness, kind of like, what is this? A new condo development. <laughs> And that's the and so is that the end of your turn? Yes, I am happy with this uh, real estate that I have delivered to the spiders. Okay. You bring joy to the spider world. <laughs> I am the spider king. One of the, the one of the glasswork golems who remains sees that you guys are starting to run away and sees and targets uh locks his eyes onto um onto Nugget, and as Nugget gets further and further away, you see the glass golem kind of, like, look around as, as if he's lost him, and he looks, locks eyes on you two, who are on the other side of the web, and he starts to move towards you. Um, he's unable to get all the way to you. Um, as he is not dashing. He's just continuing to move, but he is walks through the webs and slows way down and is unable to continue his movement out of the webs. Which he may also us... make a dexterity saving throw as well to be restrained, All maybe. Right. DC 15 again. Oh, he's stuck in the web. These, yes, he crushing unfortunate spiders beneath his glass feet. He's <laughs> stuck in the web, and the spiders are like, what the hell, man? That was my friend Larry. And unfortunately, he is stuck there, which brings us jade you are on the other side of this river of web you see uh some a spider massacre happen in front of you and then this poor glass golem gets stuck in a bucket in a bunch of webs what are you doing is willie on the same side of the webs as me willie is on the other side of the webs so Mm. willie is was stayed and was fighting the glass golems uh and that was that was the picture that i got out of all of this you guys are running along with uh nugget trying to get him into the basket while uh willie is trying to fight off the golems okay then i will stand here and if they get through the web like maybe i'll back up 20 feet or something but if they get through the web i'd like to delay them from getting to nugget so i'm like the second line of defense i'm respecting willie's choice I'm letting Willie be the first line of defense. And then I'm like a movement away from Willie if I need to move over to Willie and help. I know that I will die if I continue to take any more damage. <laughs> Would that be a readied attack action then? Yeah, I will ready an attack. And I, if I was standing next to you, Willie, I could do this thing called interception where I can reduce the damage that you take by like a lot, possibly as much damage as you took at this level. Interception's pretty crazy. So... I wish I was standing next to you, but at the same time, they're hitting me every single time. And if I I took nine damage in one turn, and if I take nine more damage, I will just drop. And then I won't be good for interception either. Either way, so I'm going to ready. I'm going to ready a lay on hands if Willie drops. That's my okay. reaction. I will go over and give you one hit point. It'll help you with your death saving throws because it'll reset you back to zero death saving throws to give you one hit point. So that's the most useful thing I can do, I think. Yeah, thought that through out loud. Sorry, everyone listening to me thrown on i'm gonna ready a lay on hands <laughs> i like that though because that gives people a window into the thought process that is goes on during you know character interactions and combat so i like it i don't mind i think it's smart thanks i will not um, delete it <laughs> okay no do not no no editing i cast <laughs> no immutable edit <laughs> okay um 
uh, the the glasswork one of the glasswork golems who it was engaged with you who had um, who you had knocked down previously he's up and he is also now walking over in the direction of the webs he's going to um, attack the web and see if he can uh, break his friend free of the web so he's going to go ahead and do damage to that do you know the amount of damage that those webs can take off um the webs uh they are described what happens if you hit them with fire damage uh, i think what he would like to do is probably a strength check to pull the webs off his friend that's probably the closest thing to uh, the effect you want to do okay so he goes to yank the webs off of his friend and he is successful he is able to pull the webs off of his friend the spider carcasses fall down all around him and he rips the webs free cuts them with his glass swords and now both of the golems are facing you guys down uh, and one of them is still involved with with Willy. I'm definitely picturing a parallel mini story like if this ever were to get turned into a book or something there would be like the spider quest for a good home and a new land for their people and that would take up like 90% of the pages and then we would be in the Hobbit you know that hero coming in in the last 30 pages being like I kill smog and then we would both create and destroy the condos (laughs) we're just the side characters in this greater story the the greater spider verse yes but that story is a tragedy because then a whole bunch of them died the taller ones giveth and the taller ones taketh away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The great coming of the feet. Yes. <laughs> the what? The great <laughs> coming of the feet. Will the feet come and crush you? <laughs> the feet picks? What? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the, that's you, Wing. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, Willie. Sorry, Willie. Willie hits the one that was trying to break his friend out, pulling it ten feet closer, but only doing six damage. All right, the you you hit him, and just as and he's like ends his turn. pulling the last bits of of web across him, he, he's like bent over doing that. You hit him right in the ass and drag him like still bent over, trying to pull those back about ten feet, and he's like a little confused. You can tell something's going wrong here. Um, the golem who is still engaged with you, Willie, is going to... He heals himself again, and you see him go um, go all lit up again, and he heals himself, and then he, um, he attempts to push you down to grapple you. So I'm going to go ahead and make... And that is an opposed strength check. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a non-natural one so yeah he beats okay me. so uh yeah he only got a four so it wasn't like he was doing super great but he manages to get at you and he holds you tight in like a glass bear hug and tries to keep you from moving anymore and to, from doing anything but grappling with him wing you and nugget are up okay uh I will uh, follow Nugget, but before I do that, I will cast a uh, good berry, uh, creating 10 healing berries, and I will give, give five of those to uh, to Jade while I'm still next to her. So she has another option for healing, and then I will uh, move after Nugget, and Nugget will once again uh, dash for 80 feet. 
Okay, so Nugget is now within one turn of the basket at the end. We were only estimating distances, and to make things easy, he is one turn away from getting to the basket, which brings us to uh, the glass golem who had broken free and who has, was just extricated from the webs by the uh, his friend, and he is going to go ahead and run up to you, uh, Jade, and see if he can't attack you again so let's see what we can do you are within range he is going to make his two attacks on you one of them is going to hit the other is going to glance off of your heavy armor this one only doing six damage i wince but maintain my pose i'm I like unmoving you know like i just i gotta go lay on hands on willie if he starts to die so i'm down to three hit points but ow but ow ow stand Ow. <laughs> Jade, you're up. Okay. I'm going to hit this person. <laughs> Slash glass figurine. I'm going to smash the glass. I'm going to break that glass in case of fire. Oh, okay. I believe I hit. I got a natural 20. Oh. Then you definitely hit. Okay. I. Crit smite. Crit smite. I wish yes. I still had smites. I just have the three damage from that D8 and the three damage from the second D8. So six damage? Yeah. Smash the glass. All right. So you... Have you added your strength to that damage? You know... No, I didn't. (laughs) Let's try that again, folks. What is going on with this paladin this time? And uh, I have not been adding my strength this entire time. Three from the first D8, three from the second D8, and three from my strength bonus, DM. All right. <laughs> so you you bring your sword down on this guy's sword, and, and he parries. But as he does, you smash through the sword, cracking it into thousands of little glass shards, like a, like a puff of glass dust almost, and oh. the sword drops from his hand. Hmm? I'm sorry I killed you, ancient beautiful thing. It's a golem. It's fine. And they oh. heal. He's okay, probably going to be okay. Um, so you you smash the sword out of his hand. So now he only has one remaining sword. And with that, it brings us to the golem who is was just pulled away from his friend towards Willie, who charges again forward now he is just unable to meet you uh jade but he is coming towards you he can sense something is going on down that hallway willie talk to me goose oof out of slots uh just gonna be an opposed strength check and it's a very middling thing i i I just want to push him off me so i can get up okay i got a 12 Ooh. Holding steady at a 17 over here. The glass guy has you in a full Nelson. He's got his glass elbow wrapped around his glass fist. And he's squeezing it into your neck. That's all I got. All right. Which brings us to the glass golem who is, again, um, who only has the the one sword now. He makes a single... Uh, he heals himself and does do a, uh, quite a bit of healing for himself and then does a single attack. The sword does not grow back. <laughs> Good. Luckily for us. you. 
And he he's unable to connect with your incredibly high, amazing AC because you're wearing heavy armor and can't squeeze through narrow passageways. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear just like this the tinkling of glass. It's, this is also kind of a weird fight because everything sounds nice. Yeah. Because it sounds like crystal glasses and goblets being clinked and at a party, except they're trying to kill you. I forgive them. <laughs> Wing, you and Nugget are here. You're up. I shout, Nugget, do it. Be the hero you always mentioned to be. And Nugget will run forward and jump in the small box. All right. As soon as Nugget jumps into the small box, you see the glass golems freeze and start to back and return to there, except for the one who is turned into to sand. He's still sand. They back into their frames and go back into their, their poses, the hands over their head, the petting the child guy, all of those ones, they're back. And you see the light above Nugget turns an even brighter white and you see the door behind him uh, there was a, a hidden door must have been swing open and you can see into another room and um, and you hear a voice that says excellent you understand the value of protecting the innocent and those who cannot help themselves step forward into the next chamber so, fun fact, uh, the floor of this chamber is also now has a, a, a quite a large amount of uh, copper pieces on it, because I forgot that I no longer have my sombrero, so there's copper pieces falling <laughs> everywhere I go. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh no, my money. It's the bread sombrero. trail of copper. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Wendell can find us in case of emergency by following the copper pieces. <laughs> right. Um, Alright, well, let's book it. That wasn't so bad. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I use the rest of my nine lay on hands on myself because you're saying it's not so bad and I go up to 12 hit points uh, I would like to give Willy uh, free uh, good berries so you can heal free hit points if you want to oh thank you they are food Munch though so I don't know where you were, if you have any issue with that uh, yeah he just like pushes them way too hard onto his tongue <laughs> <laughs> so you head into the next room this is it, it looks a bit like like an office there's uh, a there's an old man see-through sitting at a desk sort of like rifling through some very old yellowed scrolls and there's like a, a small lantern on the desk and as you guys walk in uh, you know, he turns around and he looks at you and he sort of looks you up and down very, he looks very quizzical. And he says, you're not the true hero. Who, what are you guys doing here? Uh, do you are know you? that we are not the true hero? We passed all the tests. No, yeah. the true hero here, I have the prophecy here. It says he's tall, and he's blonde, and Died. he's got... What? It's a dye job, man. <laughs> no, it says here natural color. There's many things. This seems incorrect. How you couldn't last a moment against the great old one? Hello, we are here to politely request that you remove your sword. Please change your sword to another location. Thank you. I can't. This is the ancient table. The ancient 
uh, table. The the ancient temple of the sword. Uh, this this is the only weapon that can de- defeat the great old one and and stave off the end of the second age. So Willie's gonna walk up to him and uh, make an intimidation check and flutter his hair away, show his green, sunken, smoking pits of eyes, and just go, I am the great old one. Give me the sword. He he looks at you, and he sort of, like, clutches his, his cloak, and he's like, whoa, now there, you don't look right, boy. What what are you doing? What, uh... And he's he's very flustered. I, I, are you really the great old one? I would like to use thaumaturgy to make all the <laughs> candles in this room uh, dim and uh, to a very low burning <laughs> to add to this effect. Okay. He uh he he like looks around at the candles and he's he, you can clearly see this is freaking him out a lot. And he's like, but. But where's the champion? He he was supposed to be here by now. I mean, he's a few years late, I think, but... Whatever god you fear is nothing compared to my soul. <laughs> oh, God, he I is am the, the great king old one. of all creation. Oh, Jesus. Give to me what is mine before I'm forced to take it. He already won. This is the third age. You missed it. What? <laughs> this is the great old one. And this is the third age. Oh. <laughs> but I, I thought the, the prophecy clearly states here in paragraph four that, that the champion is supposed to come and defeat him, keeping us in the second age. How could we be in the third age? This is preposterous. You force me to blaspheme. And I rip up his prophecy. Oh. He, so as you rip the prophecy up, you... You, um, he, he like, is it totally aghast at this and has, he's like, what? So wait, let me get this straight now. You're in charge now, great old one. (laughs) I am the greatest of old ones. I contain multitudes. I, uh, that sounds uncomfortable, but I... Uh, so, maybe we got some bad information here. I thought the Great Old One was supposed to bring in a thousand years of darkness. Is that not the case, you two? That already happened! You have been on the ground! You do not know when it is light or dark. And don't worry, this is, uh, he is, he is old, but he's a nice guy. You know, sometimes he's a scary voice, but most of the time he has a nice voice. The 52-year-old <sighs> says, yeah, don't be prejudiced against old people. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The wizard who created me is probably dead a thousand years by now, I suppose. I. So what did you want? You want the sword? No, Do no, you no. need it? No, you can keep the sword. We just want it to be uh, moved. Whoa, 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 Jake, Jake. Let's not get crazy here. <laughs> <laughs> we want the sword. He needs the sword. <laughs> to be... Out of the way of the cappuccino machine. Also, welcome to the third age. We have cappuccino. Well, if you have cappuccino, the great old one can't be that bad. <laughs> welcome to your new master and home. Come, we have cafe. All right. Hey, wait, is there any nearby? I'd take some. He says, 
hold on a sec. And you see him disappear for a moment, and then he reappears again, and he's got the sword, and he's like, all right, I've got it. Who wants it? You? Uh, the great old one. Here, your, your, your great oldness. Oh. Head desk. The chosen champion was the golem the whole time. <laughs> uh, Willie takes the sword and goes, thank you very much. Uh, you're welcome, great old one. Compliments of uh, Dr. Rex Mechadol. Oh. I have a PhD in magicology. You sound like you would be very useful above ground. Why are you staying down here this whole time? Come, come with me. I will take you to Jetem. We will get you a cafe and uh, guess what they have? Uh, what? Vegan butter. <gasps> Is it consent brand? Yes. <laughs> Long prophesied. That's finally arrived. Now vegans too can enjoy butter. My lord, how how old is this butter? <laughs> it was prophesized for a long time. It's prophesized for This episode yeah. is not sponsored by Consent Butter. <laughs> but Consent what Butter, if you want to sponsor us, you give us a shout. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're Somebody invents ev- in Consent Butter just so they can sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a small orb, uh, like a glowing orb, floats over to you that seems to be part of this projection that's that you've been speaking with and it uh so it, it he, the orb kind of floats over in your general direction jewel uh, um julen uh gets into your hand and he says all right just keep that with you and let's go to this pastry place you talked about uh, uh hold on one second you you see him close his eyes and he like snaps his fingers and as he does you guys appear on the street out in front of the building the stone is gone the sword is gone, and Mac comes up to you, and he's like, Hey, you three, what did you do? You got rid of it, huh? How did I get that bonus after all? This is great. Uh, Dr. Rex, I have a question. Uh, I was not naked when I entered your, uh, labyrinth of test. Do you perhaps have my stuff somewhere? I was gonna mention that was kind of odd of you to come in the buff, but um, yes, I have that, and he goes, and claps his hands, and as he does, uh, <gasps> you, all of your positions come back, and you oh, are fully God. clothed. Then you also have an additional beret that somehow got lost in the cloakroom. <laughs> so I have a sombrero with a beret on top of it. Okay, yes. I like that. <laughs> he got the entire lost and found. Wasn't sure which one of it was yours. <laughs> it's it's good day. I got new kilt, new beret. Very nice. And Max says... Uh, yeah, so you guys, like, come back at the end of the week, and uh, I should have this wrapped up. Uh, I'll give you 1500 You guys could split it up however you want, whatever. Uh, I'm going to look the other way on the sword and the whole rock thing. If you want to keep it, you know, it's good for you. Yes, I will be keeping it. All right, and that concludes this week's Fire Breathing Kittens adventure. Uh, we had playing with us today, Jade. Dr. Rex Mexitol, I am sorry you missed the twilight of your Imperium, but you will like this new age and cappuccino. And, and vegan butter. And vegan butter. <laughs> Wing! It is true what they say, Nugget. You don't uh, miss what you have until you don't have it anymore. It is very nice to not be naked. Trust me. <laughs> and the many people that are willy. <laughs> hey, Cassandra, I got the sword. <laughs> she is 
like she sees it and she is like absolutely pissed you can tell she is just like having none of it and she's just like fine so you get the sword i goodbye (laughs) don't call me goodbye (laughs) bye you can hear her like mumbling under her breath i think she said to call her or something you should do that Uh, maybe in a future episode Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, yes, everybody. thank you again for listening, everyone. Bye. See you next time on The Fire-Breathing Kittens. Are you ready to be you fully? Welcome to Unabashed You, conversations to become who you already are. The focus at UI is to be who you are without apology, for you are one of a kind without equal. Be encouraged as these conversations will help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Head over to unabashedyou.com to listen, see photos, and read thought-provoking blog posts, or listen on your favorite podcast platform. We know you will be glad you did. Be unabashed, be you. Do you love fashion or just curious about the fashion industry and the fascinating people behind the runway? If so, join me, Kirsten Holtz-Naim, host of a Fashion Moment podcast, where I give you a behind-the-scenes look into one of the most elusive industries in the world, fashion. You'll hear personal stories from icons like Kamora Lee Simmons, Cynthia Rowley, Fern Malice, and more. Tune in to a fashion moment available on all major podcast platforms. If you're a fan of movies that are true stories, I've got a new podcast recommendation for you. It's called Based on a True Story, and it is the podcast that compares Hollywood with history. You'll learn from historians, authors, TV and film consultants, and sometimes even the real people the movies are based on as they separate fact from fiction in your favorite movies. Hear how much of the gangster movie Donnie Brasco happened from the real Donnie Brasco himself. Listen to the real history behind Downton Abbey from Lady Carnarvon. Laugh along with the real guys that the comedy movie Tag was based on. Get some extra stories from the production set from the historical consultant on the movie The Alamo. Those are just a few examples. So when you're ready to learn how much of your favorite movie really happened, Subscribe to Based on a True Story in your podcast app of choice or find it at basedonatruestorypodcast.com. Once again, that's basedonatruestorypodcast.com.